0: Up in the Dumbo, smoking the gumbo Few blocks before green, yet up in the jungle Coking the bundles, it's history in the making I'm popping like fish to the grease and the bacon My bitches Jamaican, united we stand Dividing these bands, they hiding their hands I'm riding in vans, like through your land Hopping the sprinters, tore it the underworld Popping the Menta, of the turtles I'm popping that splinter, watching the snowfall Dropping the winter, dodging the pitfalls Watching this bitch fall and I still managed like Rich Paul. The paper was calling, I had to go switch calls. I spoke to my twin, I told my young boys I'd never be broken again. Invoking the gins, spitting the spirits, I'm soaking the gin. Your man's in the woods, we smoking on him. Fuck do you mean? We up and squeeze, tuck it and leave, we leaving a stain. Fuck off a breeze running the banks, causing a crash, and feather the fez Moorish the fashion, horse smash. Hey. Up in the Dumbo, smoking the gumbo Few blocks before green, yet up in the jungle coking the bundles, it's history in the making I'm popping like fish to the grease and the bacon My bitches Jamaican, united we stand dividing these bands, they hiding their hands I'm riding in bands, sliding your land Hopping the sprinters, tour of the underworld Popping the Menta, land of the turtles I'm popping that splinter, watching the snowfall Dropping the winter, dodging the pitfalls Watching this bitch fall and I still managed like Rich Paul. The paper was calling, I had to go switch calls. I spoke to my twin, I told my young boys I'd never be broken again. Invoking the gins, spitting the spirits, I'm soaking the gin. Your man's in the woods, we smoking on him. What do you mean? We up and, and squeeze Tuck it and leave, we leaving a stain. Fuck a Febreze. Running the banks, causing a crash. Feather the defense Morris the fashion. Horses were smashing. Kicking the door, waving from force, it was blasting. Mother the up loving the passion. Eat on your food, the brother was fasting. The weapon that formed against me was me. Perfected the storm as Bentley receipts. Watching the Benjy, we rinse and repeat. Century of self, I'm centered on me. Red is the pillar, I'm pushing the peace. Higher the level, I'm pushing the keys. They going for 19. The summer is mine, I'm going for 19. Thunder and lightning, flooded the bright lane. The hunger was biting, hunger was biting, 19. Peace, family. Peace to you and yours. Peace to you on yours. Welcome to another episode of Melanin Mondays. You are now rocking with the best. Yes, this is your host for the evening, Brother Red Pillar. Let me know how we sound on the audio. Let me get an audio check. Audio check one, two, one, two, one, two. I had to go give me a new microphone. I just give me a new microphone. Let me know how I sounding and whatnot. Let me know how we're sounding on the microphones. Now. We're not gonna have sound effects tonight because I had to get a microphone that's different than the system microphone, if you understand what I'm saying. This is the microphone right here. It's a little, you know what I mean? This is a throwback. If, if anybody remembers the uh, Melanin Monday 2021, I was having this mic right here. So I had to go into my, I had to go into the box in the closet and pull out the mic because, pause, because sound is important. I was listening back to old episodes and the shit was cringeworthy, so we got to get our audio correct, and then we'll worry about the sound effects and whatnot, but uh, we in the building today, what's really good, shout out to everybody, let's do the roll call, as you can see, it's an early show, all of my Patreons, shout out to all of my Patreons, my Rainbow Opal Patreons, our good brother Chicago Crypto Block Bully, he's going to be in the building manana. He's in the building, manana. The brother has some real life shit going on right now. I don't talk people's bi and whatnot, but y'all send a good brother uh, some good energy. He's good though. We'll have him tomorrow, 4:44 uh, p.m. Eastern and whatnot. He'll be in the building. Shout out to that good brother right there doing his thing and shit. You know what I'm talking about. But yeah, let's uh let's go ahead and um do the roll call. Alexandra, Virginia. Shout out to y'all. Do not speed in Alexandria, y'all. Make sure you drive on the motherfucking limit because they be out there. They be sniping. Portland, Oregon. Shout out to Portland, Oregon. Is it in Portland where they had the the juveniles break out of a jail or something? Or was that Seattle or something? I I think they was trying to make it to the playoffs or to the damn finals and whatnot. But shout out to y'all, man. You know what I'm talking about? Shout out to Portland. Savannah, Savannah in the building. Shout out to Savannah. And shout out to your Spanish moss. I love the Spanish moss. Shout out to the BX. As we can see, we're going to talk about it. The BX is so understood. God damn it. Man, it's the, the whole world will fucking judge you if you're from the Bronx. Bridgeport, Connecticut. Shout out to Bridgeport. San Francisco, California. Shout out to Champagne. Or is it Champagne like what you drink or Campaign, Illinois. This is the first time I think I might have heard of that. Shout out to y'all though. ATL, KTL in the ATL. Shout out to, oh, Chino Hills. Chino Hills sounds like it's very prestigious. I guess because you got the suit and tie on, Jeremy. You coming in here looking, is Chino Hills like Baldwin Hills? Well, shout out to y'all. You don't talk about Tampa Bay in the building. You don't talk about, shout out to Tampa Bay, Pasadena, all right, Santa Rosa, Palm Beach. Okay, Ethiopia in the building. Shout out to the God of Ethiopia. Detroit up in this thing, St. Louis, shout out to St. Louis, West Virginia, Bluefield that is. How many of us are in Bluefield in West Virginia? Because you know, I'd be hearing things about West Virginia, talk black to me. Mableton, Georgia, shout out to Mableton, Providence, Rhode Island, I see you, I see you. B Moore's up in this thing, yes, mine is early, you know what I'm talking about, it's never too early. But i'm here early all right the sun is still out you know what i mean we're doing an early show and whatnot uh shout out to y'all all right nc in the building shout out nc is deep up in here north carolina i see you north carolina kansas city missouri all right kansas city la windsor hills so it's windsor hills like baldwin hills i'm just trying to figure things out okay champagne Champagne, you on a champagne campaign. You I'm talking about? Yeah, they have a champagne day at ATL. Oh, really? Okay, shout out to Champagne. I see y'all. I might have to visit there one day. That sounds like it's an interesting place. New Jersey in the building, North Carolina, Charlotte, Massachusetts up in this thing. Houston, Hotlanta, it's hot outside. God damn it, the sun came out beaming. Big ups for them on them and the them and the sister and them from across the pond them in the UK. I see you, I see you. Detroit, 313, stand up. Philly in this thing. Fort Lauderdale up in this thing. NC is up. Hammond, Louisiana. Hammond, Louisiana is up in this thing. You know what I'm talking about? (laughs) Uh, Portland, all right? You just got off of work. So did I. So did I. Shout out to Portland. I was in here doing my work. I just got off. Cleveland, all right. Shout out to Cleveland, shout out to Florida. I see y'all. Y'all are in the building. Um, we'll let more people file in. You know what I'm saying? Get themselves together. Hopefully I could guide you on the way back home on your on your on your commute and whatnot and not make you crash and whatnot. I hope I hopefully I won't trigger y'all tonight, but uh we might get into some trigger happy shit. You know what I'm talking about? Uh Florida, I already shouted y'all out. New Orleans, all right? Shout out to New Orleans. The tour is coming up in New Orleans. It's going to be lit. Windsor Hills, View Park, and Baldwin Hills are blocks apart right next to each other. They make up Black Beverly Hills. Yeah, but ain't the jungle down the block from y'all? Make it make sense, right? I went to Baldwin Hills. I went around the corner. They was like, you're not in Baldwin Hills no more. I'm like, damn, BT was deceiving us. I thought that was a whole neighborhood. It's literally a block. But no judgment because in Harlem, we have something called Strivers Row where all of the rich black folk live. And that's that's, that's a block. That's not even two blocks. It's just a block. Yeah, definitely buy the the dip. Buy the dip. You know what I mean? Buy the dip. Uh, I I, I think I told y'all to buy Apple stocks. And that apple is going crazy they just released their quote-unquote virtual reality glasses that's why i'm back in the metaverse because everybody that was talking shit about the metaverse you're going to have to swallow that pause because the metaverse is coming back you know what i mean and, and apple is going to dictate how it comes back because they just released a game changer something equivalent to uh i won't say the iphone But this is one of their most major technological uh, advanced uh, releases, and that was the Apple headset. I think it's called a Vision something, right? Correct me if I don't have the title correct. But the shit looks crazy, and it's $3,500. So, you know, guess who's going to be dancing tonight at uh, Magic Mike's? Your boy in them. Yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Your boy in them. The Apple, the mega stocks, meta is going up. Talk black to me. matter going up. Uh let me let me find out. Let me find out. Let me find out. <laughs> uh, yeah, that ball <laughs> Prince Harry got snagged by that boy in the hell. You yeah, know what I'm saying? That bone house. Yeah, but it's definitely coming back. They got virtual reality, spatial reality, augmented reality. It's about to be a very interesting summer right there. You're gonna know, see people really tapping in. So shout out to all of my AI enthusiasts, um, 48 AIs in the mule. If you know what's right, you're gonna tap in and get your. Uh, you you need to get that course. Uh, that course will be delivered very 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 very. Oh yes, Meta is going up like a Tuesday. Damn! I wish I would have known that that shit was in a toilet for a moment. Meta's going up, huh? Yeah. So, you know, I'm not a stock expert. That's not my forte and whatnot. I'm not, that's not what I do. I'm not the master investor. I'm not fucking EYL. I won't even, I won't even get up here and try to give y'all financial advice and whatnot. However, if that's something that y'all think that we are in that time to start having that conversation, because, you know, it's all about timing and whatnot. The metaverse or the stock market conversation, that shit wasn't sexy for the first two quarters of 2023. Everybody was really focusing on AI. But I've said it before, that when AI marries Web 3, they're going to birth Web 4 and everything is going up from there. It's going up from there. It's actually going up with, uh, I'm going to do a little more research into the Apple product when I get off of this and whatnot. But it's actually going up from this day forth. You know what I mean? Mixed reality market spaces is next. So there's going to come a a day and a time where I'll be doing Melody Mondays in a space where instead of doing a shout out, I could walk by each one of them and give you a high five. You know what I mean? You might even have where you from on your forehead. You know what I'm saying? You might be like, you know, it might be different segments. I might walk across the map. You feel me? And you'll be in Texas, and I'll be, yo, we, I'm going to jump in Texas, and I'll be right in Texas with you, Then I could jump into the Carolinas. It's about to go crazy. It's, it's a little sci-fi shit going on right now. Where my blurs at? Where my blurs at? Where my blurs at? You know what I'm talking about? Where my blurs at? You know what I mean? I know y'all out there. But I do feel like it is a good opportune time to have a conversation right from a professional you know i have to go into my network and bring forth a professional to have this conversation because we've spoken about investing in precious metals right then we went into cryptocurrency with chicago block bully and now i think it is um advantageous for those of us, especially the investors amongst us, to entertain the "quote unquote" stock market, okay, the stock market. Because honestly, if y'all put, if anybody put anything on Apple on Friday, you already see your you you already seen that that shit went crazy when they announced their product. Their stocks went hammington the same way with Nvidia, you know. The same way with NVIDIA. Yeah, you'll be able to see everyone watching your lives exactly like the WWE had the virtual audience during the pandemic. If I'm correct, did the NBA, did the bubble have a virtual audience as well? I wasn't necessarily watching it, but I do think that the NBA also had a bubble. I know that Wendy Williams had it. Shout out to you. I know that Wendy Williams had it where you could see the audience. It was like, their faces were in like they were in virtual. So that's what the Apple virtual reality my headset is going to deliver us. And I'm kind of excited about that. You know, I'm not one that necessarily runs away from technology. I'm a I'm a 70s babies. I just was on a phone with my dad the other day, and he was telling me how he saw the first Nintendo in Macy's. You know what I'm saying? And he bought it because he wanted to play it. He, it wasn't really for us. He he was like, he convinced my stepmother, yo, we're we, we going to get this for the boys and whatnot. But he really wanted the shit for himself. You know what I'm talking about? So I come from an era where my first foray, my first forte in technology, like what, what I consider to be big technology was fucking gyromite and duck hunt. Pardon me. I, I, I'm, the sun is out. I gotta. I gotta. I gotta scale back on the profanity. I, I'm aware of that, right? It's not nighttime. It's not a midnight show. So I'm gonna be respectful because I know that you know. There's there's some little ones listening. You know what I'm saying? And I don't want y'all to be potty mouth like me and whatnot. But I'm into technology. That's my thing. It may be in my charts and whatnot. It's the, I, it, I might have some um, Uranus. I don't like to say Uranus, but Uranus um but that's what i'm that's what i'm into i'm into uh the technology i'm not a technology to where i'm getting lost in it i just had my bad toe out the other just a little while ago earlier grounding in my backyard you know what i'm saying showing my feet and whatnot i just was getting the downloads from the from the from the cosmos and whatnot so i'm balanced i'm just not stuck in the metaverse and things of that nature however I use the tools to enhance my experiences. I'm an artist. So I do 3D painting. I use the tablet. I'm into NFTs and things of that nature. You know, I'm, I'm I'm into all of that stuff. You know what I'm saying? And um I'm the person that will try it out when you're scared to touch it and whatnot. I'm the person that will try it out. I'm not gonna get the chip that Elon is trying to put in people's brains, FYI. I'm not that much in, uh, as an enthusiast into technology. But, you know, shit, I got a smartphone like the rest of y'all. You know what I'm saying? I got a smartphone like the rest of y'all. I do the same things. You know what I mean? I had a beeper when it was beeping. You know what I mean? I had a beeper when it was beeping. So I come from the comic book era. I My mind is already in 30 and 3,023. My mind was already in 3,023 when I was reading early X-Men, Secret Wars, when I was reading early Iron Man, you feel me? When I was reading early Fantastic Four and whatnot, I've been there. And I understand that the generations are different. So I always have to preference that and be like, we are not the same. Okay? No disrespect or nothing, but we are not the same. The younger generation, some of them are into shit way differently, and the the younger 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 generation, they're into things way differently. However, I'm just giving you the voice from my generation. I'm speaking for my generation, and why we're drawn to certain things and whatnot, because we are the generation that actually saw the advancement of technology and how it improved things, but we also saw how it compromised some things as well. Case in point, think about this. I remember we used to go out of town a lot, right? Me and my bros and whatnot. We would go out of town. My first touchdown in Atlanta was 1997. My brother was here the year before for Freaknik and whatnot. So after I heard about Freaknik, I was like, yeah, I'm going down there. To see what they doing in the country, because that's what this shit was—the country, right? It wasn't ATL. Yeah, you didn't have no babyface. You you didn't have. I think Outcast was just putting on for the for the city and whatnot. You ain't have Jeezy and all of that shit. They didn't even have that type of identity that they have now. This was the country, okay? Virginia was the country. Shout out to all of y'all in VA. Am I lying? Was you? What well, y'all niggas was the country, right? That was considered the country. Okay. And when I say country, I really mean it because you were literally going back in time when you went down South. It's not like you was going down South and you was like, oh shit, I'm in the future. You was going down, you was going back in time. Yeah. I love the country too. And some of us from the city, we was moving, we was city slicking and we was losing our minds and whatnot. And our parents would send us to the country or just for summer vacation to see grandma on them and auntie in them and your cousins in them. You know what I mean? So you could hit them to the shit that's going on in the city and whatnot. And they can hit you to the things that's going on in the country. So I remember coming to Atlanta in 1997. And I was like, wow, this is a beautiful place. It's peaceful. It's calm. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we and along it. So I, 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 I'm of the generation where we went from simple living. Right, we didn't have technology. Like said, we were taking trips out of town, and we was outside outside. But for some, I don't know how it happened, because there wasn't an Instagram back in those days, right? But for some strange reason, when we would get back to New York, everybody in New York knew what we was doing in Atlanta. Yo, I saw you was dipping, you was dripping, son. You had the you was matching the blue Gucci with the with the with the with the hard bottoms. And I'd be like, damn, I didn't send a postcard to New York. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? I don't re- I don't recall sending a kite to you nigga. How did y'all know what I was wearing? They knew about the shorties that you was frolicking with? Yo, son, you was out there in Freaknik. <laughs> I remember going to Freaknik and they had they had Greek Fest. It wasn't called Freaknik, it was Greek Fest in Philadelphia. I remember going to Greek Fest, but people in Flatbush knew the, what, what I was doing in Greek Fest. So my question is, how did pictures travel if we didn't have the internet? Nobody could answer that. I'd be asking people, like, how did people know what you was up to? Was there a big snitch network? Was everybody on the phone telling on you? How did they know what you was wearing? Remember, remember we used to walk around with photo albums. The size of a goddamn uh, phone book. And it was protected in plastic and whatnot. How did they know what you was wearing on your summer vacation? I be asking myself that. There was a form of telepathy, right? Our six senses were somewhat activated. How did you know to take a left On Peachtree Street, when you was driving back in the days, and you ain't had no GPS, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Like it's hard to remember what we was doing because, to be honest with you, technology didn't really change a lot of things. It wasn't like we was like, oh my goodness, we're in the future because we got Instagram. That's not what we, we we didn't, we didn't reason like that. We just was like, oh, well, another new thing to come along, but it didn't take away from what we was already doing. Yeah, we definitely had to print out the map (laughs) quest. Remember the map at the gas station that you would have to, uh, you would be marking it up and whatnot, right? Remember, (laughs) you know what I'm talking about? We had the super duper photo albums. People would steal your photos and go to CBS and actually copy them. Remember that? Remember they would take the negatives and make their own book of pictures and then give you the give you your, your copies, but then they would have like three or four other copies, and then that would that would that would grow wings, and then your, your, your pictures would be in El Segundo somewhere. You'd be like, damn, how did they make it out here? Right? Of course, people used to drive without GPS and, and maps and whatnot. Keep in mind you used to have 20 phone numbers off the top of your head, right? I used to bag shorties and whatnot, and I had like I had like a folded up loose leaf, right, in my pocket for when I wanted some action and whatnot, some little late night Toppington. They would have stars next to their names and whatnot, and I would have to fold out the newspaper and go to the pay phone. You know what I'm talking about? I had about $100 and quarters in my pocket. You couldn't, I, a nigga couldn't creep up on me because everybody had quarters in their pocket. You'd be like, hello, what's going on? Because the shits would be jingling. You had, you, you knew your mama's number. You knew your shorty's number. You knew your best friend's number. You definitely knew your cousin's number. In case you had to call on the motherfucking troops and things were trying to stomp you out and whatnot, you knew other people's phone. You, you had to know granny. You had to know your aunt's and you had to know your uncle's phone number right off of the top of your head. You wasn't looking in no noose. You wasn't looking in no phone book and you wasn't looking inside of no paper and whatnot. You knew from the way that your fingers dialed it. You almost had like auto dialing on your hands to whereas you knew the number the similar the same way that if they have the androids where you could do the um you could make the code on your android like zigzaggy and whatnot well when we use the pay phones we kind of knew how to zigzag and then you could spell the numbers out in words you know what i mean but my thing is that's different and don't be somebody that gets locked up a lot You really had to know phone numbers and whatnot because it wasn't guaranteed that you would have your phone book with you. You know. So when cell phones came along, remember, you had to you had you you could only call people after nine o'clock because your minutes was free. I mean, remember you had that issue with the SIM card. You know what I'm saying? And then they had the contracts and whatnot that was killing you. I would be like i got a 29 nine dollar contract you know what i'm saying i'm gonna run it up you know you memorize the tones of the numbers you you this was we don't even realize how tapped in we actually was before technology kind of like you know was like i got this from here you feel me so not just that, you had people who knew how to ride from state to state and they would do it straight off of instinct or for muscle memory. They didn't need a map. I mean, some people needed a map, but everybody wasn't on a highway looking at a map. You know what I mean? That's what, That's why shotgun was more important back then than it is now because shotgun had the map. Yo, where, where, where's the turn? We going to Jones Beach. What, what's the exit? You know what I mean? You had to pull out this long ass map that looked like The the blueprint for the Pentagon. It looked like the blueprint for Rick Ross' house. You know what I'm talking about? For fucking uh, uh, Freedom Land. And you had to determine off of little dots and whatnot where the hell you was going. Yeah, that's real interesting. Yeah, remember the... (laughs) Remember the R&B on the (laughs) voicemail? Niggas had Bow Wow. Kiss me through the phone. (laughs) Remember the ringtones? <laughs> yeah, MSN before MySpace. I wasn't even. I, I started my quote unquote technical. I started my digital journey with Black Planet. I was lit on Black Planet. I was actually. This was my early my early era of coding. I was an early blurred. I was I was a coder on Black Planet. I was able to I was able to hook my page up. Wild Graphics. You know what I mean? I hooked my pay. I had King Tut. This was like 2003. I was on my King Tut wave. People was looking at me like, damn, fam. Like, what's that about? On my on my little Black Planet page or whatnot. I'm like, I'm pushing Kemet. I'm pushing K. You know what I'm saying? And they didn't get it. They wasn't on that wave back then. So, you know, I was I was kind of like by myself until I met the Hope Peppers in Harlem, you know? But yeah, man. Yeah, man. Things is definitely putting in perspective. We, uh, we have come a long way. We moving so fast that we don't even see how fast we moving. Yeah, I had a BlackBerry too shoot hold on let me show you a collection give me one minute my museum look the struggle is real a nigga come i came a long way These is all androids (laughs) the struggle is real bro these is all androids but they got some dope lyrics stuck in them somewhere i got some good notes and whatnot and a few nudes and whatnot that i gotta hold on to but this is my this is a museum right here this this look how small this was you know what I'm saying? This was uh, this was a Motorola. My son used to laugh at me, and I used to be like, what "The hell are you laughing at?" You know what I'm saying? I'm lit with these androids. I didn't even know the power of the iPhone. You know what I mean? I'm a I'm a late bloomer. You feel me? But I got a collection of old phones. Don't even let me bring out the flip phones or the Blackberries. Oh, he said, <laughs> the yellow and black nextel, the big chirping tin that one right there that was a classic you know what i'm saying that was a classic yo my blackberry is so beat up it don't make no sense that the scroll on the side is gone the blackberries look like they just my shit just deteriorates like a fossil though you see how these phones sticking together is holding on the blackberry just it's just disintegrating on its own hello moto that's exactly what I <laughs> I a moto, man. The struggle was real. Y'all playing early days of consciousness. Y'all, y'all think, you know what I mean? It was nothing like this shit is today. Y'all, like I say, y'all have it easy. Y'all have no idea what the struggle. You talk about poor righteous teacher, my nigga. Bro, the shit they had us going through when we first jumped out the porch. It's not, it's not a joke. It is not a joke. You know what I mean? It is not a joke. I don't even think that the newer generation even appreciates where they at, where where you could run up a hundred bands and whatnot just off of one one sitting. Just over one sitting. A hundred dollars back then was a little something. We've come a long way, yo. We need to understand and recognize that. We have come, mine has come a long way. Free nights and weekends was lit. And you had the shorties that like to talk a lot. Remember when they called your house and they had to, and your pops or your moms answered and they had to ask to speak to you? And then you might have the nosy moms who'll be on the other line and she just be listening.
1: <laughs>
0: I remember all of that. It was a struggle, bro. It was a struggle. You know what I'm saying? It was a struggle. Hit me after nine. That's right. But then it's like, hit me after nine. But those after nine phone calls was getting spied on because that was that heat right there because you know theoretically your parents was like yeah whoever this is talking to after nine you know what i'm saying we need to uh we need to see what they talking about so i had mad you know you know how dj envy told rick ross that filming a phone call is a crime Shit, they would have to throw my step under the jail because she was <laughs> she was tapping into everything You know what I mean? As soon as we start talking dirty, she'd be like, um, excuse me. Oh, shit. What the fuck? What what am I being? I'm being eavesdropped upon. You know? Oh, yeah. The three-way calls. And then you would get screamed on because the line is busy and what. I got somebody calling me. You need to get off that phone. I just got on. It's only five minutes. Can I warm up? You know what I'm talking about? I'm talking to shorty that I bagged. In the hallway earlier, can I live? She was in my locker. What are we talking about? Yeah, they was, they was, they was all. You know what I mean? Cock block. It, nobody, uh, nobody has given their parents the football jersey for being the biggest cock blocker. They was baller blocking like a mother. I, I know parents these days don't. They, we not, we don't got it that bad. We not baller blocking our little ones, bro. We not baller blocking our little ones. Mon's parents in the 80s and the set Man, we had it bad, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? We had it bad, bro. You know what I mean? We had it bad. You know? They was not trying to see us score one for the team. You know? Oh yeah, the dial-up internet was crazy. The dial-up internet was crazy. You had to wait like 30 minutes to get online, bro. That shit made that sound and everything. I'm traumatized by that sound still to this day. You know? Oh, the big ass Bluetooth. <laughs> the size of With the with the you looking like you got your CDL license and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? The Nextel chirp was crazy. The next chirp was crazy, bro. You know? Oh, man, I used to get collect calls from um, I did a little bit and whatnot. You know, when you you meet your people, yo, I'm going to give you my phone number. Tap in with me, man. You know what I'm saying? Free the bros. So I did my little skid bit and I came home. So I got the bros calling my phone with the collect calls and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? Oh man, the motherfucking bills was crazy, bro. The bills was crazy. My my pops was ready to kill me one bill session. My pops was ready to hang me high, bro. I think the bill was like three hundred, and back then three hundred was like three bands. Yeah, they used to send the AOL disc in the mail. Three hundred was like three bands. Remember them chirps where people be all loud and whatnot? Hit me on the church. Nigga be all, yo, what you doing, son? He say some pause-worthy shit, mad loud, and you in public? Like, oh, pause. Like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? Yeah, I wasn't big on the church. I wasn't big on the church, man. You know? So we went from all of that to where we at right now with the quote-unquote Apple headset. I don't work for Apple. These niggas don't pay me and whatnot. But I'm going to go ahead and show what they got because, you know, I think that this is going to be a big part of uh, of some things moving forward and whatnot. And as you know, I'm Mr. AI, so, uh, you know, we're going to be tapping, I'm sure we're going to be tapping into this, this new technology and me personally, you know, I might want to get on top of it, pause, you know what I mean, or get ahead of it, you know? So here is the Vision Pro. Um uh, what does this shit look like? It, it, it looks like uh I like the look of it. It is giving goggles, you know what I'm saying? It's giving heavy goggles. You know, it's giving will I am with the goggles. Uh it's giving uh it looked like some futuristic shit that people be drawing and whatnot. Matter of fact, hold on, let me show you this. Let me show you this. Just so we could qualify, you know, the vision, the vision, the visionaries amongst us. I drew this. Hold on. Let me take this background off. I drew this artwork literally like. You see his goggles. You see the goggles right now, they're not just the goggles that he got on his face and whatnot. I have an actual description in the art book. Like this is a collage of different artwork come together and whatnot. But I actually have a whole rundown about what those goggles do and what they don't do. You feel me? I drew that shit many, many, many moons ago. I think I drew this like 2003 or something. 0304. I'm gonna have to look at my art book for further proof. But I was going in, I already had those goggles. You know how niggas be like, I did that already. I'm not saying that I did that already, but I have envisioned some shit. I've envisioned some of these. I, I I had this vision a long time ago. You know what I mean? So check this out. You know. So it's called spatial computing, right? He put the goggles on and then boom, your screen comes up like how your screen on your iPhone is there, right? So it's gonna come up right in front of you. It's called spatial computing, whereas it looks like it's in front of you, okay? It blends digital content with your physical space, right? Check that out. Apple Vision Pro, Seamlessly blends digital content with your physical space. So now you got everything in front of you and whatnot, and you just boom, you scrolling. You know, imagine scrolling through a lecture that I did and whatnot. Or imagine scrolling through some content that's you know, uh dealing with your history and teaching you and whatnot. What a way to learn, especially for the youth and whatnot, to whereas You know that they learn differently. They not like us, right? So you navigate by using your hands and your eyes and your voice. There's no remote controller. They're not paying me to tell you this either, by the way. You know what I'm saying? They're not paying me to tell you this. This is not, you know, I'm not getting a fucking, I'm not an Apple influencer. So you could do the things that you love in ways never possible before. Hint, hint. (laughs) Right? Check this out. So yeah, you could basically tap in and watch movies and it will make you immersed in the movies and whatnot. It will make you immersed in the movies. Let's watch the film.
1: Introducing Apple Vision Pro. The era of spatial computing is here.
0: Kind of fire.
1: When you put on Apple Vision Pro, you see your world and everything in it. Your favorite apps live right in front of you, but now they're in your space. This is Vision OS, Apple's first ever spatial operating system. It's familiar yet groundbreaking.
0: You navigate
1: with your eyes. Simply tap to select, flick to scroll, and use your voice to dictate. Huh. It's, it's like, like magic. magic. Huh.
0: Say magic, right?
1: Dimension. Dimension. React, React to light, light. and cast, and cast shadows. shadows. Even though these spatial experiences are happening inside Vision Pro, it looks, sounds, and feels like they are physically there. <laughs> foundational to Apple Vision Pro is that you're not isolated from other people. When someone else is in the room, you can see them and they can see you.
0: (laughs) It's killing the Oculus from Facebook, by the way. It's basically bodying. Throw your Oculus away. That shit is a dinosaur relic at this point. Bombs.
1: Because you're not limited by a display, Apps live in your space. Your photos can be life size or any size, so your living room becomes a gallery. And panoramas wrap around you as if you're right where you took them. Apple Vision Pro is Apple's first ever 3D camera.
0: It's a 3D camera. You
1: can capture photos and videos. With remarkable depth and relive a memory as if you're right back in the exact moment. Hey Experiences on on Vision Vision Pro can also expand expand in three dimensions. dimensions. Filling the entirety of your straight
0: minority report.
1: Like in the mindfulness app, where you can create a moment of calm.
0: All right, we're going to turn this shit off because I ain't trying to get my, my channel cut here
1: by Apple. Space you're in. Hold on, real quick. It, it automatically darkens and casts a beautiful glow into the room. And you can make the screen as big as you want. Spatial audio. Sp-
0: oh, now nah, I'm launching my OnlyFans tonight then, man. Fuck it. I'm going in. Ha! I'm launching my OnlyFans. You know! Ha! Ha ha! ha. Now you know my scorpion brain is taking over. Yeah, my 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 monkey brain is is overriding my higher self right now. Yeah, 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 yeah. My lizard brain is talking. Yeah, you know what that's about to do. It's thirty five hundred dollars. Keep in mind that Apple is a luxury brand, right? Uh, translation: Yeah, nigga, uh, get your weight up. Apple is a luxury brand and that's going to be the new iPhone, right? We live in a world where a lot of things could be counterfeited, right? So wearing drip or wearing designer or wearing certain type of sneakers and whatnot, they are, no, not purchase Apple stocks today. I told y'all last week to purchase them. It's too late. But it's gonna go up. But I told y'all last week. I'm like, yo, they about to have an event on Monday. I was on I was on Instagram posting it. And I was on, I I said it on um, I think it was third off third off Thursdays and whatnot. Right? I was like, look, get you some, if you wanna do a quick flip, go get you some Apple stocks. They about to break the bank. They about to go in, and their stocks is the highest it's ever been today. And it's going to keep going up. So. People are like, oh, we're in the third dimension and we're now in the fourth dimension because, you know, I'm having astral traveling and that's what Sister Mara said. And, you know, that's what Phil Valentine and all of them have said that we're in these new dimensions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, guess what? Last time I checked. You're able to gauge, <clears throat> right? Society is able to gauge itself through technology. Case in point, like I just brought up earlier, the era of beepers is an error. The era of the cord, the phones with the cord, it's an error. So when you think of that time, you could automatically place yourself through a timeline. You always watching color TV. So if you was watching color TV, then we know that you're not talking about being in the fifties or the forties, because there was no color TV. So technology is juxtaposed in the timeline, right? That's how technology works. That's how technology works. So because people are saying that we're in a fourth dimension and that we've had to and, and we've upgraded and we've quote unquote, gotten into the future somewhat, then the technology is going to dictate that. So now you have cars that drive themselves. Now you have, quote unquote, uh, 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 intelligence, AGI, artificial general intelligence. You have computers that have feelings that are sentient. And don't let nobody fool you or lie to you and tell you that that hasn't occurred yet, because it definitely has. OK, it definitely has just not on Broadway like that, but it's, it's, they definitely have computers that are thinking for themselves and that are sentient. No doubt about it. Now you have this headset. OK, that Apple just released. That is the top. Remember what Apple is. We're not talking about, oh, this is some shit that Samsung just dropped. No, we're talking about Apple computers, the number one luxury brand in the world. A global brand that is not just relegated to the USA. This is a global brand. So this will have an impact on the world. It's a luxury item. So people who are into the luxury of things, that's what they're going to walk around with. Because like I was saying before, in this world that we live in, you know, a, a sign of people being ahead of the curve is them wearing certain designer or have a Birkin bag or I'm driving a Tesla and whatnot. You know what I mean? Now the technology is their way of showing that they're ahead of the peons or have an Apple headset. It's the same way that when niggas popped up with the iPhone. That was a sign of them being ahead. It was a status symbol in school. That's why your child presses you for the iPhone and not the damn Samsung, because it's a luxury item from a luxury brand. That's why they want earpods or AirPods. Okay, it's so all status. So this is part of that toolbox and whatnot. You know, because um, I don't know how you, I, you know, I don't know how you know. yeah Flintstones versus Flintstones versus Jetsons right The Flintstones and the Jetsons were taking place simultaneously when we were watching the cartoon we had no idea of that that came to our attention later on in life that the Flintstones were on the ground and the Jetsons was in the air They were on different planes of existence but they existed in the same time <laughs> go and google it if you don't think that I'm telling you the truth okay Right, the iPhone is to them what Jay's and Nike's meant to us and more. That's right, because you could copy Jordans, you could counterfeit Jordans. So it put a slight on the solid luxury stamp they're wearing a pair of Jordans would. That's why people shifted to like Dior sneakers, and those still could be counterfeit, but you can't counterfeit the iPhone, you can't counterfeit the iPad, right? And now with these glasses, You can't counterfeit that. So that's the new, quote unquote, luxury items, $3,500. Even though Samsung's is better. Yeah, who cares about their camera? It's not considered luxury. It's not considered luxury, okay? So when you see this, quote unquote, headset and what they're doing, then how, Sway, would somebody... Even fix their lips to say that we that a, the humans will not take the microchip that Elon Musk is delivering. Come on, man. You could tell that to somebody else. You're not gonna get over your the children are gonna take the chip. The new generation, this for the new generation. The old heads is probably watching this in disgust, like oh, the horror of the audacity of these people. No, nigga, this is not for you. This is not wetting your palate. 'Cause it's not for you. This is aimed at the younger generation, right? Which they that's a market that they always have been pitching to over the last, what, since 2012, the demographics of 17 year olds to 25 year olds were the desired demographics that all all of the basic big brands were marketing to, right? They're not marketing to you. They don't care about you. You know what I'm saying? You're not a factor in their quote unquote bottom line like that. Their analytics and their quote unquote target audience based off of the metadata is 17 to 35. They have a whole name for them and everything. They have a whole category for them. They are being marketed to take the chip. Right. The brain implant. So imagine if this goggles is doing what it's doing by wearing the goggles. But imagine if you could do all of that with an implant right in your brain that you don't even have to feel and whatnot. It'll just be something that they put in the same way that they'll put in a root canal or the same way that they'll put on something, you know, when, when you go to a, a medical procedure and either they'll do it while you're awake or they'll put you to sleep real quick and then they'll up, they'll enhance you and upgrade you. As we brought up in the last show, the augmentation of the human body, right? Right? the augmentation of the human body more importantly the bbl right is the second highest mortality rate in the world right blood clots to your brain they said that the bbls have the second highest mortality rate in surgery. What does that mean, Red? What that means is there's more people dying from taking the fat of their stomach and putting it in their derriere, okay? Right? The Brazilian butt lift. Where did this come from? It came from the Brazilian porn. Okay? That's, that's what the appeal came from. Ain't nobody was talking about Brazilian butts until... Brazilian butts one two three four five six seven eight nine ten and eleven came out that's when they start talking about Brazilian butts so then the women because they didn't want to earn it they went and got the augmentation right so these rappers like a Nicki Minaj like a cardi B, like Carisha in them, they're putting this quote unquote dangerous operation that has more mortality, a highest or higher mortality rate, right, than any other operation, because they have veins in your butt and other things that are not supposed to be fucked with like that. But people don't care, they're like, yo, anything for vanity. Anything to look good, anything to get that cash app from forty dollars to four hundred dollars, cause you know the going rate for the uh for a, uh, for a night on the town, right? You know, you know that you know that even though that there's inflation, the price been going down. I'm just saying, the price for a happy ending was a forty dollar cash app, but with a BBL. That shit is 400. Okay. So a lot of women was like, yo, I'm treating my box as an ATM because that's what the music told me to do. And they going to get these operations in mass. And a lot of them are not coming back. They leaving them stiff on the tables in Brazil. They leaving them stiff on the tables in Dominican Republic. They leaving them stiff on the tables in Miami. And it still hurts my heart to this day that that young lady does not, was not able to go home to her three children in Atlanta. And when I look at her pictures, I'm like, what did you need a mommy makeover for, Jackie yo Why? Who, who, who convinced you of that? Who in your clique told you that you're supposed to go and do that? That shit bothered me. So the movement and look at, look at the Jenners, look at Kylie and Jenner. Let's not talk about Caitlyn Jenner. Cause some of y'all ran with that too, but look at Kylie Jenner. She got a whole fuck a body makeover. She got a whole She got a, she got an aesthetic makeover. They did a whole aesthetic change on her. I mean, she, niggas talk about clones and whatnot. What, the, what do you call that? They cloned, they made her, they cloned Kim Kardashian. The sister didn't even look nothing like her older sister. The sister didn't even look nothing like her older sister. She came up out of surgery, right? On, she was underage when she did it too, by the way. I didn't even know that they was allowing that shit to go down, right? Because she was rocking with Tiger, and they was making this whole big thing about Tiger was a pedo because she wasn't of age, but she already had got the work done. Yeah, body snatched. The the bro did a face off. She did a face off. They probably had a Russian fucking, uh, uh, they probably kidnapped some chick from the Ukraine and gave Shorty her face. She did a face off like she was in witness protection. fam. These chicks is giving witness protection makeovers, and they ain't even snitch like Gunna. How about that? They at least snitch, at least tell on the homies, tell on the bros and whatnot before you get your makeover. Goddamn! Because what if you snitch? Then what? Then 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 what kind of you gonna get a double facelift? But yeah, she did that, and the music is promoting that, and the reality shows is promoting that, and they got Tip Nip and Tucker's promoting that. But once again, this is the most fatal, quote-unquote, operation in existence. And they're still doing it. And nobody is pushing back against it. None of the whole tech, no tech chicks out there, all of these goddesses, nobody got nothing to say to these sisters. I don't see no public PSAs, you know what I mean, With, with the shea butter wiped down. Like, look, you could, why is Keisha Kior? why is Gucci Man's wife, leading the revolution on women losing weight through her fucking teeth and you don't see that in this community where is it why 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 are they not doing that why are they not trying to save these sisters from dying and whatnot yo this is the health this is the the, the uh the the healthy way to get a fatty and whatnot this is how you melt the the the, the, the uh the fupa this is how you get rid of the fupa naturally right But people don't want to drink the bitters. But you could have made the bitter unbitter, right? We we got to stay in the lab. Remember, Blue Pill will tell you, we was in, he was in the lab with Seymour's for years upon years before he made it palatable because nobody wanted to drink that shit because it tasted like the bottom of the sea at, at some point, right? He had to go in the lab and make that formula palatable. And then he launched it in 2009 and whatnot. Seventh Heaven, Seymour's and it ain't never turned back since, right? So when it comes to women being able to lose the the amount of weight that they want to to lose, so they can look what they call desirable and whatnot, then where is the quote unquote conscious, or where is the quote unquote healthy, or where is the solution coming out of this community, right? This responsible for doing shit like that, the health and wellness. And yeah, they don't listen to the men. So once again, like I said, where's the sisters with their face on the front line? It should be a thousand of y'all. It should be a thousand of y'all because how is it this Stormy Wellington in them is pushing their products? How is Keisha Kior pushing her products, right? She's making millions off of that shit. And I don't see nobody copying her or, or giving her no challenge. I don't see nobody coming with the alternative. Like, nah, that's my that's my lane, shorty. Sit down, I, y'all. Y'all over here taking our lane. Nah, we got this. This is us. This is what we were groomed to do. They ain't they ain't, they ain't nowhere to be found. They ain't nowhere to be found. They not in the front line like these women's are. And once again, like I said, this is body dysmorphia, and these women are dying on the tables, bro. And if they're not dying, they're coming back with botched jobs and whatnot where the shit you got to get. You know what I mean? The tires is catching flats. The tires are catching flats. So instead of clowning these women, instead of sitting back making jokes on these women, instead of seeing these women looking going down bad and maybe that feeds your ego Make you look like you feel better. Why nobody is of service? Where's the service? Yeah, Black China pulled the 180. She got rid of that shit inside of her body. She said that it was leaking and whatnot. It wasn't healthy for her. She removed her cheeks. Now, I don't want to hear all of that. How hard headed. Why are you watching me then? Because if that's the case, then you disrespecting me because I don't give a fuck about hard headed. I'm out there, I put my face out there, I put my body out there, I put my energy out there. I'm it's time to start taking my energy back then, if that's the case, because I don't give a fuck about hard headed. I break through the hard heads. I break through them hard heads. I get I I I get my shit across. You niggas can't stand next to these killers. I'm standing next to killers. I'm online talking crazy about they big homies and whatnot. These is niggas that catch bodies, bro. Sometimes niggas call for me. Yo, Red, I need you to pull up. I, I need you to intervene with something. I, they put my body in the middle of of crises, nigga. Y'all don't. Everything ain't on camera. Everything ain't on camera, but when it comes to us, we gotta deal with shit like that. We gotta sit down and mediate between the drill rappers. Sometimes we gotta sit down and mediate between murder beefs and whatnot. We are outside. We are putting it on on the line. You wanna talk about hard headed? It don't matter. What the fuck did you sign up for this for? I get it. If you in the audience, you stay in the audience. If that's the case, don't act like you outside, cause y'all be playing with low hanging fruit, trying to convert people on Instagram. You're not black. You're a more. You're not black. You're not black. What's your nationality? You're, where's your feathers? You know all of that. That shit is weak. That that's not really. That's not heavy lifting. That's not heavy lifting. You not you not really. There's no points for that. You running up on people that was already in the hallway. They already walked through the door. You you running up on them, aggrav- aggravating them. We stepping into danger zones, and our proper persona with our head up, like, "What's up? What's good?" You know what I mean? What's what's the deal? What's up with you? You feel me? On some big homie shit. We ain't ain't coming to play with these niggas. So, I'm just like, wherever I see people dying unwillingly when they don't have to die, I just say to myself, damn, we don't give up. This niggas don't care no more. They don't care. They only care about what you do. You know, they only care about what you're doing and how they could latch on to what you doing, how they can point fingers and judge you for what you do. But when it comes to really working and whatnot, I see more women turning into thoughts than actually turning the thoughts into goddesses. How about that? They're conforming more to the thottery than them saying, nah, take that shit off and level up, sis. You know what I mean? I'm going to help you through your trauma. I'm going to help you through your pain. Shout out to Queen of Four. She does a very good job with her sacred women um, program that she's been doing for eons, probably since I was born and whatnot. She is a shining example of a program that takes women from their, quote unquote, lower self off their fucking knees and dust them off, put them in some all white and whatnot and cleans them up. Okay, I've been seeing that take place for a very long time. You feel me? And there are other unsung groups of sisters that are out there doing their thing as well. The Sankofa group out in Savannah, they do a very good job of doing that as well. And there are a few other groups, but it ain't enough. The MGT through the Nation of Islam, they do a very good job of cleaning sisters up and putting them on a righteous path and whatnot. Because when you think about it, a lot of people go into Jesus. Right. Like I be seeing that on my timeline. Like a lot of the sex workers, a lot of the women who are out there prostituting themselves. A lot of the women who are considered to be outside, hot girl, summer, ratchet and what their, 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 their way of cleaning up is I'm going to Jesus. I'm giving my life to Jesus. I'm into Jesus. You know what I'm saying? But I'm like, is that a regression or a degression or is that progression? Because I thought we left that alone. Because now Jesus is Christ, right? No, It is what it is. You people got to get it where they could get it to. They got to get it how they live. They got to get it how they live. But I'd be like, damn, it's a lot of running to the church and whatnot, giving yourself up to Christ. And then them sisters is dying. A lot of those sisters, are they, 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 they you know, not to not to judge. I don't want to generalize. I don't want to generalize. Right. I don't want to generalize because I'm sure that there's success stories throughout all of this. I don't want to generalize because, you know, that's not responsible. So I'm not going to generalize in a sense, but I do do be noticing that even with people giving their lives up, sometimes, you know, it'd be a lot of like, yeah, I know you gave your life up to Jesus recently, but rest in peace and da, 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 da. And I'm like, that's not how that shit's supposed to work according to the scriptures. (laughs) You're supposed to live prosperous. You supposed to be you're supposed to live prosperous as a result of that lifestyle change if it's really what it is. Yeah, say can't fake it to make it, you know what I mean? Sometimes because seven universal years, Lord Strahan said a lot of people will be going back to religion this year. They are going back to religion heavy. And I would say that I could understand if you was outside, if you go outside for, let's just go outside for Friday to Sunday and just stay outside. Don't even go inside. Just stay outside and pay attention to what the hell is going on outside. Go to all of the most lower frequency, you know, go to the barbecues, go and check shit out. And you'll be like, yo, I'm ready to give my shit up. To Christ or somebody else. I'm I'm ready to find some type of quote unquote, you know, alternative. Because they're being chased into the church. They're not running to the church, they're being chased to the church. Somebody, some type of entity, some type of quote unquote uh spirit is chasing them down into the church. That's what's taking place. They're being chased into the church unwillingly sometimes. Like they like, I ain't even want to really come up in this bitch, but shit is real in the field right now, and they being chased into the church. That's how real it is outside right now. That's how dysfunctional outside really is, bro. So I would say, man, there needs to be a lot more intervention on behalf of Of the people that's out here taking big L's and losing it. You know, I want to do a quick follow-up. You said God protects. That's what's up. I want to do a quick follow-up, right? To a conversation that we was having um, on Third Eye Thursdays, Right? And the name of the presentation that I did is The Fall, right? The Fall. And I was talking about shit that's falling all around us. And I brought this man up, right? To show the hypocrisy of his spirit, right? Because I was like, the irony in it all is that he's beefing about the spirits, right? He's beefing with a big company that's in charge of the spirits, right? Because that's what liquor is. The spirits, right? And I was like, if your spirit ain't right, okay? If your spirit ain't right, then you shouldn't even be selling spirits because the shit is not going to go right, okay? So he has a he has a he has a, a issue. He had a he filed a lawsuit in New York City, Mr. Akbad, against Delion, which is a multi-billion-dollar spirit conglomerate. Right, this spirit conglomerate is, quote unquote, Gerald. That's tomorrow. That's tomorrow, four forty-four p.m. His spirit. The quote unquote Diego, the company, the conglomerate, they are in charge of Case Amigos. How many of y'all drink Case Amigos? Don Julio. How many of y'all drink Don Julio? Once again, this is Planet Fitness. No judgment over here. Okay. We'll talk about the pros and cons of shit like that, but I'm not here to judge y'all. Feel free to be yourself. Be truthful. Because you're only lying to yourself. I don't give a... It don't matter if you lie to me. You just got to look at yourself in the mirror and be like, why did I lie to Red Pill? You know what I mean? When he told me, just be truthful. Because I don't give a fuck. You know? this is on you. It's not on me. If you're not comfortable enough in yourself, in your skin... To whereas you could be honest and be like, yeah, I, I take that shit down every other night. You know what I mean? Yeah, I knock that down on the weekends and whatnot. That's, yeah, I, I've tasted case amigos. You know, don't feel ashamed. Nobody's here to judge you. I'm not I'm not giving out lashes, niggas. Okay? Me personally, I'm not a big drinker. But I'll knock one back. If somebody's like, let's take a shot, I'm gonna knock it back. If I'm in the studio and whatnot, and they like yo pour up and whatnot. Uh, we went to the studio. I bought a bottle of um, what's that? Rose champagne. I I, I popped the bottle in the studio and I drank it up. You know what I mean? I don't have no problem with that. I'm an adult. You ain't gonna find red pill pissy drunk and whatnot out here giving out uh you know uh a uh, uh, drunk texting somebody and shit like that. I ain't gonna be on live. Or sloppy slurring my words. I've seen people on live slurring their words, claiming to be a teacher. Now, I, I'm not, I'm, I don't take it there. And I'm not a big proponent of sloppy drunkenness. You know, I've said it before that, you know, liquor or the spirits when it's abused, that could be worse than, you know, people being on hard drugs, man. You know what I'm saying? So here it goes. The irony and everything is this weekend. His firstborn, Justin, the nigga whose name he named a restaurant after, right? His firstborn with Misa Hilton, right? Misa Hilton is the quote-unquote. That's the lady in the um in juicy video, in the juicy video with the blonde hair and whatnot. Misa was considered to be one of the most desirable sought-after women in the industry, right? That, um, quote-unquote, that everybody was after. That's why him and Suge went to war over Misa, right? So they have a child together. She's a socialite. She is a stylist. She's one of Mary J. Blige is closest, and she's the woman rumored that little Kim was trying to look like when she was going through all of the plastic surgery, right? So they have a child called Justin Combs. Justin, I believe, is an athlete in, um in, 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 in uh what's that college out there in California? He's a football star, right? I don't know the name of the college, but I believe he has a scholarship and whatnot. So he gets bagged. On a DUI right ironically enough he's drunk driving right he's drunk driving in Los Angeles of all places so this when she starts snapping right and once again I'm not being messy and whatnot because I don't that this is like baby mama drama with the baby father and I don't really when 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 personal shit hits the public and whatnot I'm not here to start, like, I don't do the chatty patty rumors and all of that. I'm not helping to push that narrative. Just be clear. I'm just giving a follow-up on how the great divine speaks to signs and whatnot. That shit happens fast. We're in the quickening and whatnot. He's in UCLA. We're in the quickening. So shit comes around real quick. Real quick. You feel me? Real quick. So this thing has come around real quick. Yeah. Justin's restaurant in Atlanta. There was a Justin's restaurant in New York. That was the place to be when we was coming up. That was like Brooklyn Chop House in the nineties and whatnot. That was the place to be was Justin's. You feel me? (laughs) He said, (laughs) I've gossiped. Oh, he already graduated? Dope. Okay. So yeah, was he was with um was he was he the one that was first with Shorty, Lori Harvey? Was that that was his boo first? And then and then he shared them with with, with his pops. Right? Okay. So she says everyone has to sit around for years and act like there isn't anything wrong with you. This is where the buck stops for me, right? So, you know, yes, yeah, messy because it's the BM and everything, you know, what I'm talking about if anything ever happened to my son, God forbid, what is anyone going to say to me? We all know whose fault it would be, right? And then she said, how you go from one of the greatest to ever do it to making all your money off alcohol and suing a damn alcohol company, sell something healthy that builds people up. I'm sick of it. Not mine. Insert the bomb, right? So it's not super messy and whatnot. That's why I said the disclaimer, because if it was super messy, I'm not going to get into it because I'm not into shit like that. However, she just echoed the sentiments that we basically had, that I echoed on the last show where I was like, wait a minute. So you mean to tell me that you are a self-proclaimed billionaire, right? But you did that off of alcohol. You know what I'm saying? And that's something that you could brag about? Selling bottles of Ciroc and fucking Deleon, my nigga? You know what I mean? And then you talking about, and and the only reason that I bring this up is because, yes, Jay-Z too as well. The only reason that I bring this up is because these are the poster childs of black excellence. This is brother love, right? This is the guy that people are supposed to be looking up to emulate and whatnot. This is black excellence, And we know that black excellence is a fucking farce. It doesn't even make sense. And I don't even know what it means, to be honest with you. But it's like, at what point does selling spirits to the people and you don't even own your brand. In a lawsuit, you mad at your plug. You sued your plug. Make it make sense. Where does that happen at? You sued the plug. These are the people that put you on. This, this, these are your financiers. Okay, it's similar to the shit that was going on with Adidas and whatnot. And Yay, however, we understood that, and then, and then when we saw the agreement that that Yay had with Adidas, he had a lot more control, he had a lot more say, he had a lot more creative, creative, uh, uh quote unquote leeway than niggas like this right that he talked about he was he was he was calling homie out revolt you just the face of that you don't own that shit you're a, you're a, you're a partner right no no disrespect because you know partnerships are good you really had niggas thinking that you owned not the deli on brand the the what's the what's the other one uh Ciroc. you really had people thinking that that was all you fam And that's not, that wasn't you. You was a worker. You was a worker. You was the help in a way. You was helping them sell a quote unquote liquor brand. That's what your role was. No disrespect. That's what your role was. You a worker. You helping to push things on your people. You feel me? you helping to push things on your people, bro. But you, at this point, don't even own anything. How, Sway? And they said that you, you. I, I'm not going to talk about this man's sexuality and whatnot. I'm not going to go there. But they said that, you know, went in Rome. So, damn, you didn't even accrue no real power. You was in Rome for a very long time. You in Rome for that long only to come out as a worker? Make it make sense. Make it make sense. You mean to tell me that these quote unquote black millionaires can't buy a vineyard? You mean to tell me that these quote unquote black billionaires can't buy a company, a liquidated company and buy it to to completely own it? You mean to tell me that? And then in a lawsuit, he was beefing because he was beefing with his plug because he was like, y'all not treating me the same way that y'all treating Case Amigos. Case Amigos ain't no hood gutter shit. Nigga, rock is some hood. It's like a, it's like a, it's, it's like a, a, it's, it's a graduated Cisco. <laughs> Nigga, it's Cisco in the 13th grade. Are you serious? Nigga, it's on the Cisco chart. That's not no premium shit. You feel me? You can find some Rock in Target. If your shit is in Target, bro, you doing something wrong. Where's the bombs? I turned them off. But anyway, you know what I'm saying. It's yeah, I don't feel. When I take a sip of Ciroc, my nigga, and I look up and I'm holding it with the pinky up, my nigga, I don't feel more important after I take a sip. You feel me? It's not given. You need you. Uh, imagine going to all white party and they offering you Ciroc, bro. Like, nigga, that's all white teeth, That's all white tank tops. That's all white t-shirts, the five X's and whatnot. That's the only, that's all white air forces, nigga. That's the only all white party they serve in Saraka. Come on, fam. That ain't it, bro. <laughs> that ain't it. They repackaged the mad dog and try to sell it to us like it's black excellence. And I'm not buying it. I'm not buying it. Yeah, Easy Jesus and Sirac are definitely brothers and whatnot. You know? And I will go on record to say that a majority of the violence, the shootings in the club, the stabbings that take place, you know, a lot of those are fueled by alcohol. Because we don't be having you ultra violent like that. That's the spirits, The spirits help, you know, people get pissy drunk and go spinning the block and whatnot. You know what I'm talking about? They get pissy drunk in the club and they start, you know, they pop the trunk and shit like that. You know what I mean? Women get pissy drunk and they lose their, quote unquote, equilibrium and get taken advantage of and shit like that. That's a lot of that alcohol, bro. That's nothing to, quote unquote, hold up. You don't even sell champagne. Champagne. Where my, where my my people from Champagne? Where you from Champagne, Georgia? What was that? Champagne, Illinois or something? Like you not even. I could understand crushed grapes, wine and shit. You know what I mean? Champagne. Champagne. You know what I mean? I could understand Champagne. But you not even. You selling hard liquor, nigga. Like I said, that do say make my nose hair grow. That's hard liquor. I don't fuck with that. I don't do hard liquor because I don't got it that hard. You know, I don't got it that hard. Yeah, I drank a four local and I spit it out. I had a whiz that was drinking four locals. Come on, she was local, bro. I had, I, I sipped on that before. I'm not going to lie to you. I had to spit it out. So that shit that Rick Ross got is underneath Diddy, the Bel Air. Are you serious? Okay, Champagne, Illinois, boys. Okay, yeah, Champagne, Illinois. You know what I'm saying? At least have some crushed grapes. I could respect the spur. I could respect some champagne. You know? I could respect some Pat and Ron and whatnot. Pat and Ron take differently. You know? Nah, nice. he's... <laughs> You said that you would rather drink the Paul Masson. You alleged, you know what I'm saying? Now you know. If he said that, then you know that we dealing with some type of you. You you still doing the Grey Goose? No problem. You still you drink Armadale too? You drinking that Armadale? Yeah, I'm sure it sells out in Flint. That's where they poison the water at, right? Flint. Okay. Yeah. And once again, like I said, I'm not here to judge nobody on their drinking habits. You know what I mean? Some of that shit is hereditary. It is not something that you could easily kick. I'm not here to clown on y'all. I'm not here to judge you. I'm not here to make fun of you. I do know that it could be a, a disease. I do know that it could be a sickness. And I do know that you could go out bad and sad fucking with that shit right there. Okay? That that's what I do know, but I could say the same thing about the weed that they're smoking these days. I could say I could say the same thing about these pills that people be taking. I could say the same thing about all of the pharmacopoeia that is out there and whatnot. I could say the same thing about people abusing shrooms, because I because if you if you do if you take shrooms and do it the wrong way, you could go out bad and you could get taken advantage of. Okay and spirits could jump in your body and whatnot when when your guards are down. So you got to be very careful about all of the things that people utilize to escape because I'm a grown man, a father of three. I've been around the world and I, 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 I know that people do what they do. This is not church and I'm not a pastor. I'm not here to shame nobody. I'm not here to make nobody admit nothing it is what it fuck it is. You know what I mean? I'm just glad that I can have this conversation and, and, and relate to just one person, if any. You know what I'm saying? And everybody's not acting all, you know, hotepish and whatnot. Like they never took a sip of Christ's blood. <coughs> you know? Yeah, it could be inherited. Any advice for taking shrooms for the first time? Yeah, buckle up. You know what I'm talking about? Buckle up. You know? Buckle up. You know? And have somebody with you that could uh you know be there for you to walk you through anything in case you have one of those travels that you may need some type of assistance. You may need someone to hold your hand. You know what I mean? Even going to the bathroom. Sometimes you need assistance. Because I remember I did the heroic dose and I tried to get up and my legs buckled. You know what I'm saying? I passed out. You know what I mean? My legs buckled. Couldn't even stand up. My shit was spinning. But there's a lot of things out here that are Compromised you know? Yes, please drink in moderation. Please drink in moderation. That's all I would say. When I go and visit my dad, he got the little cabinet. You know, he old school. He got scotch. He got some rum. You know what I mean? I start talking and shit. He'll go pour himself a drink and whatnot, you know? And I'm not that type of person. If you offer me something, as long as it's not a fucking line of Coke and whatnot or some crack, I'm more than likely I'll do it with you, especially if I want you to feel like me and you are kind of, I don't want to make you feel like I feel like I'm better. than Not not my blood, not my blood. If he be like, yo, you want a little, you want some scotch? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to have to get the nose hair clippers because that too makes a nigga nose hairs grow. But yeah, pour up and we'll talk about some grown shit because now. It's almost like I showed him, you feel me? Me and you are on, you know, we're not on the same level. I can never be on my father's level. That's my dad, right? I can't never be on his level, but I'm like, I mean, I'm, I'm right here with you. You know what I'm saying? You, I'm, and when I was younger, I would be like, pass me a cigarette because he smoked cigarettes. <laughs> Nigga, my dad been smoking since he was 13. He smokes cool miles, my nigga. He smokes more cigarettes. He smokes cigarettes like birds eat fucking bird seed, nigga. He smokes cigarettes like fish drink water. That's how he do it. And I'm going to ask him and his best friend, Basaya M. Chawi, if they could come through for the uh, quote unquote June happens to be Black Music History Month. And like I said before, my dad, my father's a jazz connoisseur. He's a black music connoisseur and he has a lot of insight and he's 74. You know what I mean? So it's like, you know, I want to get the information from him so he could share it. So I I, kind of hinted at, yo, you want to come on my show? He don't really fuck with us when it comes to this shit right here. He don't, he don't, he unfollowed the kid and all kind of shit. He just don't fuck with me when it comes to this conscious shit. You know, he has his, 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 you know, he comes from, a different era. Let's just leave it at that. He comes from the 70s, the 60s, and whatnot. He still got his Afro. But you know, because he don't want to talk about Egypt. You know what I mean? He don't want to talk about the Moors and shit like that. So, but he'll he'll probably come through and talk about black music and kind of like give us some history. Him and his, you know, it's like Bird and Ernie, him and his uh him and his uh partner. Or his best friend, who he came up with throughout all of his years, he don't he don't rock with us. It, it's not nothing negative, though. It's not nothing negative. You know, we just a little too uh, toxic online for him. You know what I mean? We're a little too toxic for him for his for his takings and whatnot. You know what I'm saying? You know, we're a little, we're a little too toxic. He says. You know what I'm saying? But it's I'm his child, so he looks at it differently. Than somebody else would. You know what I'm saying? But I think he's, you know, because he got white friends. He's not, you know, like I said, he's different because he comes from a different era. He got white friends. He got gay friends. He got, uh, you know, he's a little more open to being more of a universe. He's a Democrat. Let's leave it at that. Let's leave it at that. Okay. He's a fucking Democrat. He watches Rachel Maddow and shit like that. So you know his world, <laughs> his world, his worldview is different. You know, but he's an intellect, and he's cool as fuck. You know what I mean? He's a ladies' man too. So ladies, watch out. You know what I'm saying? He's a ladies' man. You know what I mean? So you know, he does what he does. You know what I mean? He does what he does. But I'm trying to get him on ayahuasca. That's one of my journey. That's one of that's on my bucket list. I want him to do an ayahuasca retreat with me. You know, I might slip a shroom or two on him. You know, um, I got white friends. Yeah, I think White Castle. (laughs) I got, I got, I got a white friend, but he's gray. His name is Vinny. He's 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 great. He does. He's not black and he's not white. He fits comfortably right in the middle. You know what I'm saying? And my father's a Libra. He's bad. He has the scales and shit like that. You know what I'm saying? I'm a Scorpio. He's a Libra. So there's a little bit of clashes that take place. But he fucks with us. He fucks with us the long way. It's just that politically and socially we clash a lot. We be having debates in the house. You know what I mean? We be having debates in the house. And um, you know, he has a different worldview than us. Okay, I think he wants us to be woke. If you were, if I, if I were really to boil it down to what he would want us to be, it would probably be woke. You know what I mean? But I'm able to see from my own blood how the elders perceive things. You understand? I I'm a little too extreme for him and my viewpoints, and my stance. He's a little more laid back with it. He lets a lot of shit, you know what I mean? Because he's seen more, he's been through more, he experienced more. You know, it is what it is. You know, it is what it is. But he's a wonderful grandfather, you know what I'm saying? He helped me raise my son. Um, and you know, he he showed me a, a side of he he was there for me and my brother in ways that I never could imagine, you know. And I shared this with y'all before. I'm still atoning for some of the shit that uh I did to him, and um you know, by way of being a fucking knucklehead, you know, by being a knucklehead, by not listening. And by trying to do it on my own and whatnot, you feel me? He kind of, I'm sure that that shit still bothers him and whatnot. Because what father wants to tell their friends, oh, where's Philip and Paul? Oh, one is in jail in Virginia and the other one is locked up on Rikers. You know, that was a fucking blow to his ego because that's not who he raised us to be. You know, it's not who he raised us to be. So I have to atone for shit like that. You know, on top of other bullshit that we probably did. That's why he met my mother. You want me to keep it a buck with you? My mother was going to Columbia University, and he was a professor up in that bitch. That's how he met my mom's bro. Okay, because she'll she'll fucking say it. You know what I mean? Like he was her tutor. Okay, and then he he came in with that slick. You know, you know, you know, you know, playing the Isley Brothers. And he probably has some fucking douce with him. You know what I mean? He probably has some Ciroc. <laughs> nah, but she said that his intellectualism and his 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 smooth ways and everything, like, you know, he was there for her because I lost my sister. I don't like talking about this. But um I lost my sister when she was three. We wasn't even born at that point. And my mother was going through it and he was there for her. You know, he was there for her. And then she had twins. So she not only got another child, but she got two of them. That's how Jesus was able to work through her. Jesus. She blessed her. So, you know, <clears throat> some people sometimes say that her spirit is in one of us, you know, but who knows, you know, so, It was a tragedy that was turned into a blissing or a blessing and whatnot. And you know, that's what it is. You know. When I say ex-panther, when I be calling him he gets upset about that. He was like, nigga, I wasn't no fucking Black Panther. You know, he he doesn't like to hit, he doesn't, he doesn't identify. He said that he was around. He said that he was around. That's like. 30 years from now, would somebody be like, yo, uh, Red Pill, or, or they tell my son, Omari, was your father down with Black Lives Matter? And I'll be like, if you say, I'm a smack fire out of you if, you if you tell anybody I was down with Black Lives Matter. But my son, right, may be looking at it like everybody, you know, fast forward 20 years from now, if I don't, differentiate consciousness from woke, my son won't know the difference between the two. So here it is. We call everybody that we see in pictures with the Afro Black Panthers, but they be like, nah, we wasn't down with that shit. Them niggas was the police or they was infiltrated or they was compromised. We wasn't rolling with shit like that. We was on the outside looking at it, critiquing it, and we was like, that ain't what's up. That's how my father would give it up, in a sense. Because he said that the earlier version of the Black Panthers is not the version that you see when they put them on TV and they start parading a lot of these quote-unquote people to you and whatnot. He was like, nah, that was compromised. He was like, that was compromised. Don't put me in that fucking uh boat right there. Cause that wasn't what I was doing. You know? But there came a time in the movement where they started handing out jobs in new york right because the youth and whatnot back in those days they were rising up they were riding and the quote-unquote intellects sonny uh uh my dude uh baraka right from over in newark sonny carson and them amiri baraka these were the intellects right they were the intellects these were the poets These were the, quote, unquote, they had the Harlem Renaissance and whatnot. These were the the theater. They were into theater. They were into poets. They were writing books and shit like that. Those intellects got placed into different institutions to basically calm, you know, to give them an outlet to express themselves. Right. They gave them an outlet. So that's how a lot of people got into those college positions. some of them got into politics, some of them got into different places and whatnot because the government and other forces were able to count they were able to meet them halfway and give them what they were demanding and whatnot. And what they were demanding were resources. What they were demanding were an outlet to teach their people, what they were demanding were institutions and whatnot. They wanted to own, they wanted institutions in order to teach, in order to prosper, in order to excel. Like when you see on a documentary with Tupac's mother and whatnot, they were getting into shit like acupuncture. And then when you look at Chicago with Jeff Fort and, um, and, and, and um, Larry Hoover in them, they were getting into social programs. They were shaking the government down for grant money, for social programs and whatnot. That's what was going on back in those days. So there's people who are still in place as a result of what was taking place back in those days in the positions that they were in. They were climbing ladders and whatnot. Not everybody went into politics and got compromised. You know what I mean? Yeah, they got into social workers. You know what I mean? And then you had acupuncture with Matulu Shakur. He was helping the dope fiends and shit like that through acupuncture. Right, but then they needed the money because we run around. We we don't know what it was. How how they was rubbing nickels together back then. You, you, you feel me? They were rubbing nickels together. It wasn't money wasn't flowing the way that is flowing right now. This influx of, uh, of of funds that quote unquote organizations and woke people and conscious people are touching. There's never been a time like this before. There's never been a time like this before. There's never been a time like, this is a unique time, y'all. You think that it's not, but it it is. It is. Yeah, Social Dilemma is fire. Go check that out. There's never been. Look, I was doing a a report the other day about the fall of America. Up until like 1980, there was only about 50 millionaires in America. Can you even fathom that? Can you even believe something like that up until the Coke started hitting, until the drug era through Reagan and shit? Before that, there was only on record about 50 some odd, maybe I might I might have the number a little bit off, but it was not a lot. There was not an explosion in wealth and whatnot. Before credit came, see, people think we always had credit cards and we always had debit cards and we always had shit like that. That wasn't the case. Nigga, if you was poor, you was poor. You had benefits. You had free lunch. You had government cheese. You didn't have credit cards. That's some new shit. So once you see the once you see credit start to be established, that's when the wealth starts to increase because what? Spending other people's money. That's how that's how motherfuckers get rich. Uh OPM, other people's money. Right? other people's money. That's why on the continent of Africa, they don't have credit. Either you got it or you don't. Remember that book? Remember that book of food stamps? The shit's had colors and whatnot. Remember them colors? Nigga, colors, colors. You had to go to the store and wait for everybody to leave. And then you woke up to the counter and you slipped the book. Be like, take what thou wilt." Take out them stamps, nigga. You know what I mean? And give it back to me. They take the stamps out, they write on the back of the book and shit like that and they hand it to you. You know what I'm saying? That's what was going on. That's what was going on. We didn't have it. Your grandparents in them, they didn't have it like that. So even with all of that being said, you have to admire, right? The grandparents and the elders amongst us who were able to do what? Buy land, buy gold, buy silver, right? They had acres. They had estates, as a matter of fact. These same estates that people are giving up right now for peanuts on a dollar and whatnot and selling their, quote unquote, relatives' estates to white people, right? I will check that out. The power broker, Robert Moses in the fall of New York. Ooh, <laughs> Somebody, <laughs> the purple money was definitely the Bitcoin. What color was the Ethereum of the book? <laughs> yeah, we had layaway. Before credit cards, there was layaway. And then we had credit in the stores. So they had a book in the stores that was the precursor to the credit and whatnot where your mama was getting credit for the milk and eggs and whatnot, or your granny and whatnot, had credit for the beans and whatnot, and the bread that she was getting out of the store that she had to pay on payday and whatnot, and they would hit you with the receipt. You remember that? So the green the green dollar was the Ethereum of the book. You know what I'm talking about? The green dollar was the Ethereum. Well, they said, that there was an unidentified plane over DC and the sonic boom that everybody heard was the fact that they had to bring a jet. You know what I mean? They had to basically send a jet out and that plane crashed in Virginia. Although I haven't seen any footage of that. Ganja Daddy, I actually had a conversation with a young guard this strong end on Saturday, and he was talking about how he has, you know, started to grow food and things of that nature, and he's perfecting his craft. So I said to him, "Well, if we were to produce about three acres for you right outside of Atlanta, would that be proficient for you to grow more food?" And he was like, "Of course." You know what I'm saying? So that's definitely something that I'm going to get on top of because yeah, you, you damn right. If they control your stomach, they control your mind. There's no way around that. A uh, people would do something strange for a potato. See you know what I'm talking about? A nigga do something strange for a head of cabbage. You got to be able to provide the fooding tent. And to be honest with you, I'm more with the greenhouse outside. But you also might have to have something inside so you're not exposed. You know, every, you don't show your hand and everybody knows where your food source is. You know what I mean? You might have to have a secret food source. You know what I'm saying? Or we may have to start, you know, putting away seeds and whatnot and, and certain other things that we could basically save up. Shout out to Sir you know what I mean? Yeah. So they, they 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 definitely don't want to talk about that sonic boom. We need more soil scientists. I have an elder by the name of Robert Pugh. It's one of Mama Pill's uh good friends. He does a demonstration at the beginning of every quote unquote on on the spring solstice. He's been doing it for about three years, where he shows. People, how to create black gold, right? And that is a soil that will fertilize damn near any seed that you put in it. Okay, he is from Moreland, Georgia. I didn't even know that they had a a, a a town in Georgia after my last name. He's from Moreland, Georgia, and he teaches anybody who wants to learn. He does not care. It does. He's not. He's not. You know what I mean? He don't. He's open to whoever pulls up. He's not judgmental about none of that. He'll teach you if you don't know thing about it. He's not going to hold you accountable to what you don't know. He's going to teach you. He's going to teach you. So we have elders that are ready to teach the people as long as they show up. And you got to be committed. Got to be committed, bro. You know, got to be committed. you got to be able to hold it down. This is not microwavable. If you're going to get into into farming and whatnot, that's almost like a lifelong commitment, similar to if you're going to get on the front line, you can't get off the front line. You put yourself on the front line and you put yourself out there, there's no undoing that. You might as well ride this shit out to the end and whatnot, because them people is never going to forget that. You can't you can't backtrack after that. So people be thinking that this shit is a walk in the park. And I'm like, bro, this is a life, this is a life decision. This is a vow, not to poverty. You know what I mean? But this is definitely a vow to quote unquote servitude. Cause you're gonna be serving your people regardless if you like it or not. And if that's something that you don't like to do, please don't sign up for this shit cuz I don't know what you thought this was. You know what I mean? I don't know what you thought this was. But you 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 it'll be some thankless nights. <sighs> this is a thankless sport right here. The same way like hip hop is. People forget about the shit that you do. They don't it's they don't appreciate what you do. You don't get no pats on the back. This is a thankless sport, my nigga. You know what I mean? There's no trophies in this shit. There's no final. There's no goddamn trophy. There's no cup at the end of the road of this. There's no chip. You know what I'm talking about? You got to make it. You got to create your own legacy and you got to cement that shit on your own because nobody is going to do it. And I only say that because so many elders died in Harlem and I didn't see nobody put their motherfucking documentary out. I haven't seen nobody lionize them. I haven't seen nobody immortalize them. I don't see no murals. I don't see no shrines. I don't see no statues. I don't see none of that. So it just goes to show me from examples of what I see that your ass is not gonna get covered. You gotta cover thyself. Or you gotta and you gotta make your make sure your children keep your name alive. Look at what they did to Dr. Sabi. if if they pillaged his quote unquote name, they pillaged it. You understand? They pillaged his village. The way that they took his name and everything that he stood for and basically feasted off of him. It was a form of necromancy. I don't aspire to be like that. I don't aspire for people to do me like that. I don't ever want no shit to. I don't ever. I'm still. I'm still going through PTSD for the shit that I have to see the people doing the Doctor Savi's name, in his name. So if y'all sit back and aspire to want to be a part of that, then shit, you a glutton for for the fuckery. You a glutton for the fuckery. You can't blame nobody if you give if you come up in this bitch and get and get jacked, cause you see plain and simple. That this shit is not what it's all cracked up to be. These niggas don't have it together, okay? These niggas don't have it together. This shit is almost worse than the streets when you think about it. At least in the streets, they'll spin for you. The drill rappers are fucking body something if you body them, and they'll be and they'll call you twin until the day is that they name their children after you. They'll get a tattoo in their fucking neck with your name on it. They'll spin for you. They not spinning over here. <sighs> they not spinning over here. They not putting up no points for you. They not, they not, they not putting you, they gonna tattoo your name on your neck. They gonna post your picture. Hey, look at me. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Cause this is the shit that I had to look at this weekend and whatnot. If somebody close to me dies... Don't post a picture on. I don't give a fuck if you got a picture standing with them. Don't post a picture on Instagram with your fake ass captions, my niggas. How about that? I'm gonna just put it out there. If I mind, if I wind up uh, leaving this planet, nigga, don't be uploading pictures with me talking about that was my man and everything and we were so cool and you were the life of the party. Nigga, keep it to yourself. I'm disgusted by some of the shit that I saw this weekend. With, with, with people posting up pictures of DC Young Fly and his wife and their family, right? Talking about pray for DC Young. And you niggas is clout chasers. It's disgusting at this point. I could read through the con, I could read through the captions, and I'm like, that's not real love. That's not real. I'm not I was like, I'm disturbed by that. Y'all can't let nobody, quote, unquote, we know that she not here. We don't need your updates, nigga. You wasn't the first responder.
1: That was some
0: petty shit, bro. That was some petty-ish that I was seeing this week. And I'm like, is it that serious? And I'm saying I'm reading the post like something prolific is about to be said. And they not saying a goddamn thing. Yo, pray for DC Young Fly and his family. I I, I I understand what he's going through right now. Shit is fucked up. He's a funny guy. And all of these, all of this. Like I said, if anything were to happen to somebody in my family and niggas is out there capping. I'm gonna treat y'all real negative because I think that that's very negative that people are feasting right off of the memory of somebody that just left this planet. Let them. They, there's nothing that your post gonna change. There's nothing that your fucking post or your caption is gonna change. I don't care if you took a picture with that person. When I go through your timeline, you wasn't because you know I'm 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 like let me go investigate. You don't see them with that person at all ever. You don't see so they get important. I was in Linux Mall and I took a picture with her. Oh, she was the brightest. No nah, nigga, mind your business. Let the people mourn at the end of the day. If you wasn't posting her before to celebrate her, why is you celebrating her? In her demise. What sense does that make? She not here to see that. I doubt that DC Young flies on fucking Instagram to see, oh, let me see who's posting about my my wife who died in a fucking surgery. Nobody knew anything about that woman. She had a million on YouTube. She had a following. She had a million subscribers. She was. She had her own following. You know what I mean? She had her own little movement. Whoever needed to know about her knew about her. You know. But there's a level of more. We have to. We have to reevaluate how we are treating mortality in in, in social media era. You know, you see the Apple glasses that just came out that I just showed y'all, where they have a 3D camera and you could capture people's memories, right? That's going to give rise to a new level of death. Um, What I call, imagine if you go to a person's funeral and everybody got to put on the glasses and whatnot. And that person who made transition decided that they wanted to make a video because they say to themselves, I'm going to die any day. It's the inevitable. Let me make my video of my shit list right now, right? Okay, here's my video. If y'all watching this, then I must be in that casket right there. But check this out, right? You know certain, certain, certain... certain I, yeah, I don't fuck with that nigga. So if he... Yeah, yeah, that, I'm, I'm smoking the afterlife. Or they, they, they may not decide to take the smoke route. They may be very loving. I love... This is my wife. Y'all take care of her. These are my children. If you say that you love me, then y'all make sure that these children are safe and whatnot cuz if not I'm gonna haunt you in the afterlife. I'm built like that, you know what I mean? Cuz if I was visiting you niggas when I was alive in my dreams, then what you think I'm gonna do on the other side? I'm gonna haunt you. So if you claim that you love me, then take care of my seeds by, you know, sending them some some gold shillings, you know what I mean? Shit like that. You know right. what I'm saying? You don't know what will occur, but the way that my mind works, automatically, right? And to be honest with you, this is a free consultation. That's a business opportunity for any of my entrepreneurs that are watching this and whatnot. Get on top of that immediately because that's what that's going to give rise to, right? People coming back to life after death and whatnot. Because the minute I get the glasses, I'm going to start preparing certain things that haven't been prepared before. You know, I talked about death insurance before because there's this whole push about life insurance, but what about death insurance? Yeah, you could get $100 million in life insurance, but what if I put $100 million in death insurance? Meaning that I have a policy to protect my my loved ones, right? Or I have a policy to protect my death, right? Because if you knock me off, then I got 44 million dollars in escrow to give to the motherfucking cartel to knock your whole family off. How about that? It'll make you think twice, won't it? You know what I'm talking about? You're just not gonna push me off the edge of the cliff. You know what I'm saying? You are just not gonna run, you are just not gonna do me dirty like they on, or like they on World Star doing people. You're not. You're not. We gotta have some type of quote unquote insurance to protect us in our life so that we don't meet an untimely death at the hands of some fucking knuckle draggers and whatnot. And we're not waiting for Benjamin Crump and them niggas. You know what I'm saying? We already have a fund put to the side to have fun with your face. Okay? We got a fund that we put to the side to have fun with your face if you violate any one of mine's. That's called a death insurance. And if I, if I wind up getting killed and whatnot, then the whole 44 goes on your head top. You know what I'm saying? We wipe out your whole bloodline straight like that. So it won't be long before your ass come through the motherfucking gates, nigga. We are gonna see you again in the in in uh, on a on a on a in the multiverse. In the multiverse, that will have people thinking twice because the quote unquote. I'm in Atlanta. They just had a quote unquote drive by where they killed the sister in an Uber, right? They sprayed that shit with submachine guns, right? She was a stripper. Right? They pulled up to the Uber at the light and they tore that shit up. It was an Uber truck and whatnot. So I'm like, God damn, right? They on a YSL. The YSL energy is coming back out here, right? It, it died down for a minute, but the YSL energy is coming back, right? Like I was sharing with people when I first got out here, there was a a, a cloud in Atlanta, and there was this it was there was like a rash of brash homicides, break-ins and robberies. It was the wild, wild west in 2021, I believe, when I came. It was just sick out here. You could feel it. It was thick. You could cut it with a knife, right? It was a spell on this city. After they quote unquote, after they um snatched up YSL, that began to dissipate. Okay? That began to dissipate. Now it's coming back. So I said to myself, the cost of the, the price of life is. "Quote unquote cheap now, right? People don't see. They they don't look at life the way that they looked at life ten years ago. They'll take your fucking life in a minute right now. The, the 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 shit has lowered. The standards of living is lowered to the point where you would think that we in Somalia or something. The way that they just out here dusting each other off. So you're gonna need some type of what? What you gonna do? I'm not waiting for a a, a, a Fanny Fanny Wilson in them. I'm not waiting for Fannie Wilson in them. I'm not waiting for no goddamn DA. I'm not, because I don't fuck with the fuzz. Shout out to Gunner. I'm not with the rats. So you're going to have to protect yourself in another type of way. You know what I mean? You're going to have to create some type of leeway where people be like, nah, he's not to be touched. Because it has too much repercussions. Mm Mm-hmm too many repercussions. So a death insurance is something that I hope, hopefully we can adapt moving forward and whatnot, a death insurance. So people stop playing with your life. You know, what's going to happen to the doctor who was responsible for that young woman dying on his table, having a mommy makeover, they call him Dr. Miami, right? He's out there cutting women's stomach and putting in their derriere, right? What's his, what was going to happen to him? How does he pay for the shit that he did? Even though I'm sure that you have to sign all of these papers to say that I can't hold the doctor liable, even if they quote unquote kill me on some malpractice, right? You damn right. His clients is about to go up because we in a deaf culture. His, his business is not going to shutter. More people are gonna go to him. That's how that shit happens. That's how it works in this quote unquote um what do they call this world that we live in? Hmm. A bizarro world. A bizarro world. A upside down world. That's how it that's how it goes down. What's gonna happen to him? So you mean to tell me D.C. Young Fly just got to walk around and and wear that? He's just going to have to wear that? He's just going to have to wear that? He's just going to have to say, you know what? Because she signed some paperwork, I can't do nothing to this man because my my whiz died on the table. He's going to have to tell his three children? Oh, nah, we didn't do nothing to the doctor because he was protected by a piece of paper. Come on, fam. Y'all niggas be playing too many games. Y'all niggas be playing too many games, bro. You know what I'm saying? Man. You spent seven months during a military coup coming from St. Louis, and it wasn't that bad. Yeah, I'm just saying. You conditioned. You conditioned. Once you get past a certain level of warfare, it don't matter where you go it don't matter where you go once you get past once you are inundated and you have the ptsd from being around a certain level of warfare in the killing fields you're conditioned so you could be in a country like the ukraine where a war is taking place allegedly because i seen footage it ain't look nothing like a war was going on out there they was carrying on uh they was carrying on like business as usual but you could be in a war zone, and it won't affect you because you grew up in a war zone. You know. You say Ukraine is the new new the new Dubai. I'm trying to tell you the the clip that I saw. It was given Dubai all day. It the shit. It was it was given. I don't know nowhere in America that looked this good. You know, they're on top of they, they're like an AI country. They're heavy on AI. I'm talking about the AI footprint in the Ukraine is one of the biggest footprints in this world. Right? China has a humongous footprint. You feel me? Katrina made that energy pass through. From 07. Yeah. You, what, the hoodie, what are you talking about necessarily? What up with you? What you talking about where exactly? Ukraine is going to look like Mars. They all going to be walking around with the Apple headset on. You know, look, man, we in the future. We literally in the future with these headsets, you know what I'm saying? With these headsets, this is different. This is not the metaverse. This is not gonna flop.
1: And this is Apple. Extraordinary cinematic experience. I so, wonder what uh prawn is gonna look like. You can like. bring in a beautiful environment and make your screen feel a hundred feet wide.
0: So there goes your theater. There goes the theater. Then people have home theaters.
1: Vision Pro is a wonderful way to play your favorite games.
0: Oh gosh!
1: Just connect your controller and play on a massive screen with incredible audio.
0: (laughs) Them NBA niggas is
1: over. With Apple Vision Pro, you can create the perfect workspace, no matter where you are the The web web comes to life at fantastic scale scale. text Text is crisp and easy to read read. browsing Browsing the internet
0: feels new Shit look crazy now marry ai with that because you know chat gpt is on the phone now oh and they got plugins damn i wish i had my bomb set up crazy
1: and safari expands so you can see all your open tabs
0: So, stop wasting your time trying to make white people your feel sorry apps for you. from
1: Apple and the App Store are there.
0: They plugged into the future. They don't you care about you them no more.
1: However, you like and work seamlessly across them. Hi. Hey. Hi. Did you receive the deck? Yeah, I'm looking at it now. Okay. So what did you think? Right. FaceTime looks and sounds amazing in Apple Vision Pro. You see people life side.
0: Right. So, Real quick, I'm gonna pause that. And not to be on no conspiratorial stuff, but imagine, and, and, and Ganja, Ganja Daddy. Yes, I'm thinking what you're thinking, right? The nanobots, right? The fact that people have a quote unquote operating system in their bloodline, right? The fact that this quote unquote virtual reality world that you're being, quote unquote, inundated in, right? That might set off some of the, quote unquote, nanobots, these intelligent life forms that are flowing through their blood veins by the way of the Jabberwocky, okay? Because of course, you already see that that is having a profound effect a profound effect on healthy people, right? So, died suddenly and things of that nature. Yeah, it's 3500 or 3400. At this point, this is the first version. You know that the price is going to go down, but you could basically, you know, Apple, you could pay off that 3400. If you have the Apple credit card, you could walk out of Apple with the headset without paying a coin right this is 1500 i got the three this is the pro this is 1500 so what the fuck is another 1500 they throwing 1500 at bottles right now if you go and get your ass some ciroc and darion you're gonna pay 1500 they paid 500 dollars to go to rick Ross car show people got it people got it i'm not saying that we got it but people got it like i say this is a luxury item, right? I will expound on the plugin GPT. If any, if y'all want me to do another masterclass on the AI because we're six months in, you just leave me, uh, say something in the uh, chat room and whatnot. G- give me like a fire emoji or something like that because I've been compiling a lot of information and I've been working arduously on my course and whatnot. But I do want to do another master class because i'm like the people you know I, at least my audience y'all haven't really heard me talk about this technology shit in a very long time and there's some powerful shit going on right now that nobody is really talking about and i'm i'm kind of all i hear is fear niggas is on fear the, the, the fear mongering that shit going crazy so i want to help break you out of the fear mongering because you don't have to be in fear right right the inevitable of things going down is something that you have no control over, right? You don't. You can't control the technology is. You couldn't control that this this headset was going to drop. Did did you niggas protest? You couldn't control that. They just popped up and they threw it on you. They 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 just popped up like you know. Ha! Huh, here it goes. There's nothing that you can do to stop that. You couldn't control Nintendo when they came out with the quote unquote might and Duck Hunt. You understand? You couldn't control. You You didn't clothesline Steve Jobs when he was on stage introducing you to the first iPhone, right? So this sense of you being able to control things in the society that we live in, and when they say an iPhone moment, this is an iPhone moment, right? not, not the headset, but the technology, the, the AI, chat GPT in particular, when they say it's an iPhone moment, what they mean is It is a game changer. Everything changes from this point forward. The same way with the introduction of the iPhone, although there were other phones that were out, Samsung was leading the market. Nokia was leading the market before the iPhone dropped in 2007 and whatnot. But after they dropped and they came out with the plug, they came out with a platform. That was the key. It wasn't the fact that it was a form. It was a fact that they they gave you the app store and they gave access to developers, third-party developers, to now get on a platform and whatnot and build different plugins and apps and things of that nature. Preem! Platforms rule everything around me. Platforms rule everything around me. You will want to study platforms. That's just a little layup. That's an alley-oop for y'all out there if you really want to get to it. You would want to build platforms, not hardware, not even software, platforms. That's what rules things right now. You know, you got to do a masterclass every quarter. (laughs) Right, I think so too. You know, I I agree. I definitely agree. You know, no concern for the blue light. Yeah, you're going to have to ask Tim Cook about that because, you know, if you were to ask me, If they don't mention, right, you got to read the specs and whatnot. But if they don't mention that they have blue blockers and whatnot, yeah, your ass is going to be wrapped up in blue light. You're going to be wrapped up in blue light. You feel me? And then what that creates is the opportunity for one of us to do what? To disrupt this quote unquote headset by reverse engineering a headset that has a blue blocker because once this technology i'm sure that this is going to be closed uh it's not open source but when they they drop the headphones you know china is 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 reverse engineering this right now they're reverse engineering it right now so there will be knockoffs So there will be knockoffs, right? If it's Bluetooth, right? Yeah, it's going to be an aspect of Wi-Fi and Bluetooth right on your frontal lobe and shit like that. You might want to consider the implications that uh, this thing may have. Yeah, the Alibaba backdoor. Yeah, China, them, they in the lab right now as we speak. <laughs> you feel me? They are in the lab right now as we speak. So if you would get with a KT, the arch degree, or one of the scientists in our community and and come up with a prototype where it has the blue blockers, because the VR, AR, spatial experience, it didn't catch on before. But I'm going out on a limb. Based off of what I'm just seeing right now, to say this is going to be the one that catches. This is going to be the one that catches. If others did not make it like Oculus, the Oculus didn't make it. <laughs> I could show you. I got I got the Oculus in my closet right now. I'm here to let you know. It didn't make it. The Quest, it didn't make it. It did not make it. It is it, it's, it's this shit right here crushed that. So, even though the average Joe can't afford it right when's the holidays coming up what we in june nigga christmas is around the corner right christmas is coming they're going to roll this thing out so by time december comes if you not trying to get it uh shorty that you be in her inbox trying to anything that you want she might want it or she gonna want it the same way they want a playstation 5 The same way that they lined up for iPhone 14. Remember, we talking about the number one luxury brand in the world. We talking about the number one luxury brand in the world. This ain't meta. This ain't meta. It's different. This ain't Google. It's different. It's Apple. That's saying something. You know what I mean? When When they move, When they pop up, niggas move. You know what I mean? And like I said earlier, the stock is going crazy.
1: And with spatial audio, you hear them as if they're right in front of you. So conversation is more natural and collaborating becomes even easier. And because because you you see the world around you, you can glance at a notification. And even connect your Mac simply by looking at it. Turning a 13-inch
0: screen into a giant display. Come on, fam. Okay, so I'm going to ask a question that everybody's going to have in their mind. Imagine what adult entertainment is going to look like on that. Niggas is really about to be on lockdown. Y'all got the rose and whatnot with the motherfucking Apple headset. Yeah, you ain't gonna get no answer when you when you hit it with the what you doing text at three a.m. Where's my bombs at? Ah, <laughs> yeah, this shit is about to really turn up. You know what I'm talking about, y'all fellas. You gonna have to hit Shorty before midnight if you try to get some action, cause you're not gonna be able to compete with shit like that. You know what I'm talking about. Not only do they got the rose. They got the automatic, they got the AI, they got an AI phallus. You know what I'm saying? That nigga just, he, he going like the bunny. He goes like the fucking, uh, like the Energizer bunny. You know what I'm talking about? So you competing with the Rose. You competing with AI Tupac, right? And the goggles? You You competing with all of that? Yeah, you better hit her before midnight and you better say you coming to cook some food. You have to make human interaction sexy again. You know what I'm talking about? You're going to have to make human interaction sexy again because they like, nah, I'm good. I'm in a virtual world right now. You know what I'm saying? I'm married to the AI. Alexa, play pound town. Hey, you don't want me to say the lyrics, right? Because the sun is still out. But you know what I'm talking about. You know what I'm talking about? Said, she said I, she was waiting. Ha! You know I'm going to cover that. You know what I mean? You know I'm finna cover that. You know? And they know this. I'm about to go on Reddit when I get off of this and see what is Pornhub looking like on the Apple Vision Pro. Because I know the white boys is going to be talking about that all night. But yeah, shit, crazy, bro. This is crazy right here. You feel me?
1: Apple, and Pro, you know the scam is going to have a whole bunch of these. Your space. Beautiful environments let you extend beyond the dimensions of your room. Like on a plane.
0: So... We're looking at the basics of what this thing has to offer. But of course, of course, I'm thinking through a conscious mind. So in my conscious mind, I'm exuberant because I'm like, finally, I could visit Lemuria. Finally, I could go to Atlantis. Finally, I could go chill with Cleopatra and try to get to her before Mark Anthony pulled up. You know what I'm talking about? So with the world of Mid Journey and with the world of AI and 3D technology, Unreal Engine and shit like that, all I'm saying is the level immersive teaching, right? Yeah, they're going to have, you know OnlyFans is coming virtual. And I don't know if y'all ever seen that shit virtual. I saw Meg Thee Stallion virtual. Let me tell you something. I'm not even a, a, a quote-unquote Meg the Stallion fan. You know what I'm talking about? I'm not her biggest fan like that. I'm not really into her like that. But that virtual experience, it was like a concert with Meg the Stallion in her fucking knees, bro. I was a fan after that. I t- <laughs> yeah, Centauri Lane's Up The River. You know what I'm talking about? I'm, I'm going to be there at his sentencing. Center. I'm a fan now. I'm part of her fan club. Yeah, that virtual concert made me a fan. Because it was like she was right there. She, it was like she was singing to the God. It was like personal. It was like personal. It hit differently. And I was on the Oculus Rift. I'm just being a hundred. I'm just keeping it a buck with you, bro. You feel me? I saw. I I, I saw all her skin. I was looking at her pores. That's how clear it was. I literally was like this. I had the goggles on, and blue on them was like my hands was reaching because I was trying to touch something. You know what I'm saying? I was, you know they, they, It didn't have no signs. It said you can't touch. So I was trying to touch, and it was VR. That's had to snap back like, nigga, this is a game. Oh, shit. But it's real. So if they doing that with Meg Thee Stallion, what they doing with Pinky, What are they doing, right? What's your favorite "quote unquote" adult entertainer? We about to lose the youth. Hmm. You know what I'm talking about. We about to lose these little ones and whatnot. Y'all better be sure. Look, so what I'm doing is, I wanna, I'm gonna do some research after we get off of this, uh, this thing. Right, I'm gonna get off and I'm gonna do more research about this device and what it has to offer, right? Because immersive learning is the future. Immersive learning is the future. Imagine if we could teach the youth about their glorious past, future, and present, right? Utilizing what they call spatial reality, virtual reality, and augmented reality. Cause it's not for the baby boomers. This device is not for Gen X and Y. This device is going to be primarily for the 17 to the 35 year olds. I was trying to touch her knee. I was trying to touch Meg De Stallion's knees because she was doing some shit with her knees. And I was like, I want to hold her knees when she's doing the dance. And I was like, you know, it was not real. But at the moment, I forgot that it wasn't because that's how real it felt. You think I'm shitting you. I'm so sincere. Yoga is going to be lit. Um, MMA is going to be lit. Right. People are going to be able to MMA fight and whatnot. Um, fitness and whatnot. I, you know, I, I follow some of the fitness accounts on Instagram. Like some of the African brothers, they be doing the hard body fitnesses. That's going to take off. But I'm in education. You know, what I mean, I'm an educator, so I'm going to stay right over there in education. But I'm also into entertainment. I'm an artist and whatnot, so I have to explore the possibilities of doing virtual concerts virtual movies, virtual videos and whatnot, virtual documentaries and things of that nature. This is a world changing or a time changing event. What's today's date? June 5th. Just remember that date. Just remember that date. You know? Just remember that date. Um Meta stocks last month versus Apple stocks performance. Please tell me who, who went more crazier. Yeah, edutainment. Edutainment, you know? You know, uh, Kodak Black said the same thing. He said he knew it was fake, but he still ate it because he's a gremlin. You know what I mean? Yeah, we know things are fake. But keep in mind, we live in a, in a world right now where escapism is the biggest thing going for everybody, right? The world is so people are escaping because some people are tapping out. I hate it here. And they're leaving, right? This world is in you the, 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 the aspect of escapism, it's not coming from me. I'm not, I'm, I'm 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 a social scientist. I study trends. You feel me? I read research, I read papers that give me migraines, facts. Look here's some of my research papers that I be reading so y'all y'all know I ain't capping. Like, I read research papers, right? This is a research paper called Dark Bert, a language model for the dark side of the internet, right? This is an ill research paper. You feel me? This shit has scientific terms that I need to look up on a dictionary. Like, I'm a, I'm a real researcher. I'm not sitting here I don't I don't I don't do research on shit that I can't touch. You know what I mean? No disrespect for, for people to do shit like that. But I be asking y'all why y'all not at Comic Con? Why y'all don't take y'all imaginations and make millions off of it? Some of the YouTubers who who have very vast imaginations and whatnot, they're not into creating anything out of their imagination. Where's your products at? <sighs> Nigga, where's your toys? Where's your video game? Where's your books? Where's your wh- where is your products? Niggas be talking about Lemuria. They be talking about this this star system. They can name off alien species, but I'm like, what it would what, what where's your what, what the fuck does it look like? You so far gone that you won't even realize. You won't even acknowledge the day that you're, you don't even acknowledge the time that you're living in, nigga, that they have tools that you could take all of that imagination from your mind and you could make that shit real. You could bring it into reality. You could teach people easier. Why don't y'all be doing that? And then you just got to get beat up this nigga's a pseudo. Pseudo this. You fake. You don't have no receipts. You don't. and y'all just caught in the in a whirlwind or the whirlpool of debates, right? Where your energy is getting drained from you, where you're not proving anything. You're not helping elevate anything in the culture where you could took that energy and went to mid-journey. Or Dolly 2. You could create a comic book. You could create a graphic novel. You could create a movie script. You could create a toy. You could create a video game. Y'all be wasting your time, bro. I don't like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't like that shit. Real talk. I'm offended by that. You know what I mean? Because I know if Delbert Blair was here, he would be taking advantage of this shit. I don't like that. I don't like the fact that y'all here with this information, and y'all not doing nothing with it, except bumping your gums. Oh shit, meta's up 137. Damn. Damn. I had no idea. I'm sleeping at the wheel, bro. You know what I'm talking about? I'm sleeping at the wheel. Um, hit me up if you wanna if you want me to get on some um quote unquote loan shark shit. Hit me up. But just know that if you don't pay, you're gonna lose your legs. You know what I'm talking about? Because I don't play with that. You know what I mean? I'm worse than a bank. I'm gonna come and see you. So hit me up. And if you have a proposal, you gotta give me a proposal and a business plan. You gotta give me projections and whatnot. And if those projections, if, if the business plan is Trump type and everything makes sense, then you might get a loan from me. But when I come to collect, I need minds, yo. And I'm a, I, and and of course, you you already know that we're gonna put interest on it. You know what I'm talking about? You trying to get on a hip hop playlist? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You wanna come through? If you got if you got if you got some bars, man, I have no problem putting you on a playlist. I have no problem putting you on the playlist. You know what I'm saying? We need to bring back the orca tank, the hootie. We need to bring back the orca tank. You know what I'm saying? We need to bring back the orca tank because there's nothing more that I want to do to help this community or to assist. I can't help nobody. I want to assist this community. We're getting their ideas off the ground and whatnot, because nobody else is talking about it like that. Nobody else is coming through saying we want to invest in you and whatnot. I want to get it off the ground. I want to I want to assist you to get this thing up. You, you deserve that. You deserve that. There's some powerful intellects in this community that could be doing some powerful things if they had the resources and the funding and whatnot. I'm well aware of that. I'm well aware of that. I went around to the financial dudes, and I'm not gonna mention no names and whatnot, but I was actually, I was, I was, um, what do they call that? I was lobbying for our community to uh for for them to become angel investors and venture capitalists so they could take a so they could start looking out at our community without their fucking nose up. Cause that's how they look at our people with their nose up. You know what I mean? They they always talk crazy about. The conscious hotep and woke people they treat us like fucking uh, uh like 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 we're under wings or like like we're weird and shit you should hear the conversations that they be having in some of those circles and you know it is what it is you know what i mean it's a level of quote-unquote back and forth that takes place motherfuckers be insulting them so they be insulting y'all you know what i mean They feel like they get insulted by y'all and they be out there assaulting you. So there's all of this back and forth to be going on. But that's not gonna make, that's not gonna move the goalposts. And to be honest with you, there's a whole community that's trying to make you niggas look like you're worth nothing. They're trying to get their ones up so they can stun on you, right? And make you look like you, you never contributed anything to black excellence. It's them black excellent woke niggas the, the Charlemains and all of them, there, there's a campaign to, to minimize every single thing that we've done. That's a fact. And they laugh at all of the division and the fact that niggas is still trying to rub two nickels together. They laugh at niggas. <laughs> they laugh at you. They laugh at the fact that there are certain people still allowed to run around scamming and whatnot. They just laugh you know? And until people are really able to hold the mirror up and see what it is, then I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. You know, I don't know what to say, but I know that this community is very fickle and they will throw you away when you don't agree with them. Case in point, I had a little dust up on Instagram Today, well, last night and whatnot, because I had the audacity to post a video of this sister, right? And I know that y'all gonna be triggered, but here we go. Now, <laughs> to add context, <laughs> did y'all just see that? Or did, did, what, did my screen just share that? To add context to what you just saw, so people is like, oh my goodness, I'm appalled. How could he, right? First and foremost, the sister's from the Bronx, right? Y'all know me. I'm from the Bronx. I was, all, I was living in the Bronx before hold on y'all wasn't y'all just didn't see that okay hold on let me share that i was living in the bronx before i came to atlanta Now, for context purposes, this ain't no backpack rap. You know what I'm talking about? This ain't no backpack. This ain't no conscious rap. This is some straight gutter shit from the Bronx. This ain't drill rap though, but this is quote unquote one of the hottest songs in New York City right now. Now, let me share something with you. At first, when I first seen it, I was like, I was appalled. I was like, I was appalled. I was like, what the fuck is this? You know what I mean? I said the same thing that you said. We don't need no more masculine chicks. Right? But then I saw a documentary this weekend on Twitter called What is a Woman? And I was like, hmm, that's interesting. That's interesting. Because nobody was able to answer the question what a woman was in this documentary. So... I was in the studio about a month ago and I'm with Cambada. And, and and they like, yo, you know what the hottest song in New York was? And I was going to say something else. And then this nigga pulled this song up and started playing it. And when I heard that in the studio, it sounded a little bit different because, of course, the studio got the knock because this is not a rap song. This is more like a, you know, Buster got energy songs. You know how... um you know there's certain rappers that they just give out energy dmx gives out energy it's a hype it's it's one of those hype up songs it's you heard it only you didn't see it you didn't see it did y'all see the video that i was just showing you right or you did did you did you just hear it because i did share it did you see it because i need you to see her right I need you to see her before we start, you know, cause I need y'all to, I need you to get in your judgment bag too. So when they was like, yo, this shit tearing the city up, of course, you know, you're going to look at it differently. So I'm like, maybe I'll give this shit a fucking another listen to and whatnot. Then I heard that shit in the club and I seen how the shit tore the club up. So I'm like, Oh, okay. This is that fucking turnip music that people be on and whatnot. Because I understand that this new generation is not our generation. I understand that this new generation, you know, they, they, they was listening to Glorilla. They was listening to Lotto. Rip me out the plastic. I've been on some brand new. Right? They was listening to Lotto. They was listening to Cardi B. They was listening to Glorilla. The Ice Spice came on. This was in the club. And then this shit came on from Scarlet. And this shit tore the club up more than any of those other songs did. I'm talking about they was going, they was going turk, they was turp. right? turnt. So I was like, mm, she might have herself a hit. You know what I'm talking about? And the irony of the whole fact is we're 50 years into hip hop. Right? You're gonna hear everything about the 50 year anniversary. And when you go to the home of hip-hop, which is New York City, which does not have the crown of the home of hip-hop, you know, it doesn't have the crown right now. New York City is, quote-unquote, down bad when it comes to the music, right? They had a, quote-unquote, run over the past eight years where every single artist that pops out of New York is affiliated with a gang, right? You had the Takashi era, you had the Young MA era, who's an AG, right? She's a, you talk about you don't want no more aggressive rap. She's a full AG with a girlfriend and looks like a boy, right? Remember Young MA? Ooh, right? Nobody had nothing to say about that. But anyway,
1: ooh,
0: right? She's a blood. Then you had Casanova. He's a blood. Then you had Takashi. He's a blood. Then you had Favio. He's a crip. Then you had Pop Smoke. He's a crip. So everything that popped coming out of New York City is all affiliated with gang culture, right? And that's what the radio has pushed while they hit their hand. The Charlemagne talking about, oh, black excellence, Ebro talking about, oh, we need to stop the violence. Oh, that, all they push on New York radio is that ignorant gang banging shit, right? From gang bangers. So when they pushing gangbang culture, what the fuck you think they're going to rap about? They're not trying to follow in Nipsey footsteps. They're not trying to follow behind Nipsey and whatnot. They're pushing that narrative of gang life. It's the whole New York is a gang fucking. I mean, it was like that since 97. But now more than anything, it is a gang outpost. New York City is complete. It's Gotham City and it is ran by the Bloods and the Crips. And also the folks and everything, there's multiple wars going on. Henceforth, the rise of what they call gang culture, right? Or the rise of drill culture. So drill culture comes out of gang culture. So you've heard on this show many times where I talked about aesthetic nihilism right? Aesthetic nihilism, the nihilistic aspect of where the music has gone in the deaf culture, okay? The aspect of deaf culture where it's like, yo, our people are hypnotized by deaf. Our youth are quote unquote groaning. They grew up with deaf culture. If you was 12 and 13 following King Vaughn on Twitter back in 2012, you was following Dirk, you was following Chief Keefe, you was following, um, what's my little nigga, um, Reese, little Reese and them. Then you part of deaf culture because you was watching them kill niggas, right? If you listen to the music, then you knew that they had ops that had to die and they, them uh, the ops had to die and the ops died because they're still here and they're not dead. And they had basically life and death beef with teenagers, right? These were 13 year olds and 14 year olds. Now they're in their twenties. Pop Smoke died in 2020 at 20. So in 2012, he was 12. And when Chief Keefe came out, he was listening to Chief Keefe at 12 years old, all the way up into where. That's why this nigga was 20 years old and he looked like he was 30. Getting sturdy, looking like he was 30, popping them perk 30s and whatnot the youth is different. The youth is different. The youth have been exposed to shit. Like I just showed you the Apple glasses and whatnot. The The way that the youth is going to give it up, they're going to watch murder on the Apple vision glasses. They're going to watch. There's a whole folder of, of, of bodies of, of murders from Chicago on 4chan videos, right? From surveillances. They got a whole folder of Bronx murders, right? You could, you could get, you could order it. Bronx drill rap homicides. And they have like surveillance from the stores. They have camera footage from the fucking, uh, from the, from the, uh, the, the, the traffic lights and whatnot. Yeah, bro was 20 years old. His birth certificate didn't lie. Nigga died at 20 in 2020, so he was born in Y2K. He's a Y2K baby, so in 2012, he was 12 years old watching little Reese and them kill their ops, and that's what they were doing. They were killing each other in Chicago. I just showed you that 44 people got shot on Labor Day weekend. You know what I'm talking about? So Philly got a whole page with Philly murders too, right? I'm just sharing something with y'all that y'all probably have no idea about. But I'm just giving you, I'm giving you a little bit of insight because I got a son. I got a son. I got to stay on top of this shit. I got to stay on top of this shit. You know what I'm talking about? I got a son, bro. The song that I was playing, I don't even know the name of it. I think her name is Scarlet. I don't know the name of the song. So the white boys on Reddit, this is not Melanated Children. These are white boys. The same white boys that are in the crowd at Coachella. The same white boys that are in the audience at Rolling Loud, okay, it's called This Is New York, right? And you know, that that's my song for the gentrifiers, you know what I mean? Get the fuck out of New York, you know what I mean? That's my, I'm an alchemist. When I heard that song and I was in New York, remember I went live complaining about New York, like, oh, this shit is falling. And then when I hear this is New York, get the fuck out, get the fuck back. I'm looking at all of the weird people that's this in my city and whatnot that don't belong there, and I'm like, yo, get the fuck out, get the fuck back. We, you not welcome here. Y'all, y'all went and choked out homie on the train and whatnot. Y'all not welcome here. Get out. Because if you not, if you don't push them out. You gonna get pushed out. You think they you think they making it easy for our people in New York? When you gotta pay nine thousand dollars in rent. Yeah, I said it nine thousand dollars. Go on Zillow and pull up Midtown New York and go and look at the rent. Since everybody loves to go on Zillow and whatnot, the average rent is thirty five hundred. So you need to get the fuck out because my rent should not raise up because you people are moving around me. Who are you people and how do you benefit my life in any way? You're making my life harder. You're making my quote unquote struggle more struggle and whatnot is giving, is giving economic warfare. So the fact that I have to live amongst Europeans from Minnesota and Wisconsin, and because they decided that they want to move around me, my rent tripled. I have a problem with that. You don't bring anything to the table. They're not bringing economic opportunities. They're not bringing job opportunities. They don't even talk to our people, bro. They will walk over a body and whatnot and won't even glance at it. That's that's the people that I'm talking about to get out of New York. So if you don't turn up on them, if you don't make them feel uncomfortable, if you don't let them know that they not welcome, then they're going to run all over us. And I went live. I thought I was, I I went live and I was respectful, but I felt like crying on the live. Why? Because I have a personal attachment to my elders in Harlem. So I'm walking through Harlem and I'm seeing people who used to look vibrant, look broken down. They struggling, bro. The elders can't get to the money like the youth and whatnot. The youth is out there robbing folks. They selling drugs. They doing escapism and whatnot. They on hard drugs because it's hard to pay the bills in New York. They're on hard drugs because people are trying to kill them because they have drill rap and that's real life beef. That's not rap no more. That's murder. In order to be a drill rapper, you got to have somebody that's trying to kill you. And I'm not talking about kill you. I'm not talking about when they see you, they be like, nah, I'm just playing. They airing niggas out in front of their babies, bro. They airing niggas out in front of their mamas. Yes, and the foreigners too. You damn right about that. They pushing our people up out of there as well. They have no love. They don't have no patience and they don't have no quote unquote, (laughs) let's the (laughs) GBT Everybody. so it's an aggression right and if it's coming from a segment energy so be it we don't need uh no more quote-unquote masculine men fam it's too late they done flip the shorties in new york don't they flipped them do you know if you wear if you see a shorty with red hair and blue hair it's too late they, done, they, they got exposed to something that I'm not even going to say on this live because I'm going to be respectful to the women on this live. But when you see some like you see blue face with his baby mama and she got the neck tats and whatnot with the blue hair. Yeah, she's too. She She's already been exposed, right? She's part of the fucking gang, bro. They got her. When you see shorties with red hair, they're gone. The only thing at this point is intervention. Yo, sis, can I talk to you for a minute? Get the fuck back. All right, cool. Can I have a word with you? What the fuck I look like saying that? You know what I mean? They angry. They traumatized. So is the boys. The boys is out there killing shit at 13 and 15, 16 and 17 and whatnot. They don't want to talk to the OGs. You gotta come to them on some Jim Jones shit. You feel me? I'm, I'm being so sincere with y'all. And y'all might not look at it because y'all have the, y'all have the 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 you have the quote unquote the the opportunity to watch this from your phone. Me, on the other hand, I can't walk in my city because my face card is basically, I can't, I can't walk through my city without my face being recognized. When I come into my city, I got to deal with the problems of my city sometimes You understand when I walk into my city I got to deal with some of the drama that's going on in my city because of my face card, bro So I got to deal I got to hear about the bodies I got to hear about the killings and whatnot. I got to hear about the traumas and shit like that I got to deal with that. I can't run from that. That's the shit I signed up for so Hey, it goes back to the sister like I said, I had her on the back burner. Like I, I, you know, yeah. They call females bro, right? They very masculine, especially in the Bronx. You know what I'm saying? They was masculine when Remy Ma was out. If y'all watch battle rap and y'all familiar with the New York girls that rap and whatnot, you know their energy. You know their body and whatnot. If you're familiar with Cardi B, you know they that's a Bronx shorty. I was saying that the irony of the whole thing is when I went into New York on the 50th anniversary of hip hop, who's running New York? Ice Spice, Scar Lip, and Cardi B. All from the Bronx. Go and listen to New York terrestrial radio. It's not me saying it. People be wanting to judge. They, They love to judge what I say. Cause they just trying to find a floor and whatnot, not knowing that I keep it fucking real. And I'm not here to, I'm not here to make friends with you niggas. And I'm not here to, I'm not here to, I'm not here to gloss over the facts. I'm not here to gloss over the facts. And it's a little bit uncomfortable. Where's Lola Brooke? Cause she's running shit too. I don't know if she from the Bronx. Where's she from? I just want a rough neck, nigga. What a punk. Right? The women is running New York rap in the 50th anniversary of hip hop, the home of hip hop. You have women with no bars. You got women with no bars running shit. Either through the sex appeal. Right. And that's just that, you know, I'm not here to say, Oh, I feel bad for hip hop. It look, it is what it is. It just didn't wake up like this. It been tra- the trajectory been spinning out of control. To be honest with you, Pop Smoke was the glue. Regardless if he was a drill rapper or whatnot, he wasn't necessarily towing the line of kill everybody. He was dancing. He was talking to he was talking about the women's. You know what I'm saying? He was giving you a little bit of the balance. He was making that shit look like it was, quote unquote, palatable. Henceforth, why when he got killed, everybody became a drill rapper because he made it. Cool. Right? He sold niggas. He marketed drill rap like the hottest thing since fish grease. He, when he died, all they had was the fucking hype. Everybody wanted to be on that level that pop was on. He died in his ascension. He died on the way up. He died. His, his rocket, like how Tesla be sending them rockets up and they call and they blow up. That's how pop smoke was ascending. He was going into megastar status and then he went down. So. All of the shorties, the women who were attracted to him and whatnot, right? They was feeling his energy, right? They was feeling his energy. They was like, nah, I fucks with pop. I want to, I want to F pop, right? They wanted to sleep with pop. They wanted to, they wanted to, they wanted to, they wanted his body, right? Because he has sex appeal. You know, we just being real with it. Cause I, I have a different conversation. Nobody could talk like this. You know what I'm talking about? I don't play. I don't play this fake ass. Uh, uh, you know, fake ass. No, nigga. When I work out, I told y'all this before. I tap into my primal self. I don't have to sit around plotting on killing and murdering and everything. I'm just not in that frequency. I'm not there. But when I want to tap into some type of warrior spirit, nigga, uh, Common is not going to do it for me. Nigga, Vic Mensa is not pushing my buttons like that. You know what I'm talking about? So when Pop died, the whole city was traumatized. This was in 2020 during covid when they were telling everybody to stay home because you have the you could die. Once Pop got killed, niggas was outside saying, "Kill me, I don't care anymore." You understand? If this nigga could go to LA and get his top pop, I'm coming outside, niggas, and I'm busting my gun. And then Mike Brent, and then um George Floyd happened, and then the city turned to Gotham City, and then we got our soundtrack, Fabio, the beat between the woos and the chews, right? Um, Nas Blicky and them, and they killed Nick Blicky and whatnot. So then the body started dropping. You understand? Then niggas in the Bronx started drilling and whatnot. Then niggas in Harlem started drilling and whatnot. So now the drill culture runs our city and everybody's gang affiliated. So if you're looking for a woman to be less aggressive, you're looking in the wrong place. You're looking in the wrong place. They're, they're, they're here for the blood, they're here for the smoke. They're not here. They're here with the energy of Segment. They're here with the energy of Kali Yuga. Lola Brooks got that energy. Um, Scarlett got that energy. Remy Maul got that energy. Remy Maul is not rapping right now, but she got a whole battle league for females and all of them is being disrespectful. They'll, they'll, they'll fucking make you blush. You said that they're sexy too. Top Smoke was just another piece on the board of entertainment. They brought him out, choose the gambit, and sacrificed him for a bigger purpose of opening the drill gate for mainstream music. You know what, Django? That could be the case. He did get sacrificed by a 15 year 17-year-old. You know what I mean? Y'all are being introduced to the shit that I used to try to tell you about the Bronx when I used to go live. Y'all are being introduced to the DNA of the borough that I was born in, the shit is turned up, right? The women been drilling. When Africa been bothering them niggas, had the gangs and whatnot, the black splays and whatnot. The women was out there beating niggas down. What is you talking about? They've been on one in the city. That's how they give it up. They've been saying they've been calling us bro. They've been calling each other bro. They've been calling each other bro. They've been mad. They been they they like masculine, but you know, it's almost like a, a fucking lion, my nigga. They'll be masculine, but they'll have qualities and traits of femininity, right? She said, I just want a roughneck nigga, right? Lola Brooks, you could tell that she's not no manly chick when you put her underneath your wing and whatnot and you console her. She's a fucking teddy bear. Right, but on the stage, instead of pussy popping, they going masculine. They're on their warrior shit. New York City is on some warrior shit, like the movie Warriors. More now today than they ever was. They they are mimicking what the fuck you saw in the '70s with the burnt down buildings. Warriors come out to play, yay! Because all of the boroughs is at war with each other through the drill, and 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 and, and it's on site. It's on site. So it's a little different than the warrior that Cleopatra was too, by the way. You know what I mean? It's a little different. Yeah, that Sharkisha is heavy in the Bronx, if y'all don't know. So y'all, people around the world is appalled. And you know, I definitely was trolling when I threw that post up because I knew that them niggas was going to react because this is my caption. I said, this energy. She's putting all that kitty cat rat to bed. Back the fuck up. Move the fuck back. That that was the shit that got them Because all of the hoes popped out. Like, what you mean? You, you came to a kitty cat. That was a troll right there. And you fell for the fucking trap. Get out your feelings. All I was doing. Because... I wanted to see, I want to see, one, oh, let me let me rewind the take. right? Like I said, I had her on a back burner. I didn't even have her on my bingo card. What the fuck is the Scarlet? Then little old me, I'm scrolling through Vlad. You know how I do. That's my guilty pleasure. And I see her have an interview. I'm like, damn, that was fast. What the fuck is her story? What What do I need to know about her? Right? I'm being judgmental. I'm being whole tempish. I'm I got my nose up. Like I'm better than. Like I can't, like nobody, like, 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 you know, like I'm so fucking highfalutin that I can't hear no one's story, right? But some sister and a head rat type shit. Right. And and we know what that is. we we know that's not the truth, right? Because I'm an equal opportunity type of person. I will give you five minutes of your if you have a story. I will give you five minutes. I don't have that much time, right? But as a researcher and as somebody who does, you know, I'm I'm into the culture. I'm a connoisseur. I gave her five minutes and she hooked me. She hooked me, bro. She hooked. Her story was so heartfelt. She was so in her feminine fucking energy in that interview She was so childlike and unassuming. Like, it threw me off. It almost, I was like, oh, shit, I wasn't ready for that. Damn. I don't want to feel for this girl. She has a scar on her lip. She's from the Bronx. You don't feel for no shorties from the Bronx. You give them elbow love. They like it hard in the Bronx. You know what I'm talking about? You better not try to come in there on some, on some, (laughs) you better not try to come in there and make it love. You know what I mean? You gotta greet them with a clothesline. They on some Christian rock shit in the Bronx. Facts. Shout out to all of my Bronx shorties out there. I'm just, I'm not lining you up. I'm just saying, if I lie, let me know. If I lie, let me know. You know what I'm talking about? So I was like, wow. She's been through a lot of trauma. Wow. Damn. Life been hard on her, but she's so excited right now. She's so exuberant about, she's so hungry. Wow. She's so quote unquote in her, in she's in her moment right now. She She's so quote unquote, she wants it. And if, if somebody wants it, If somebody wants it that bad, they're going to attract me. They're going to pick, I'm going to pick up on that, and there's going to be something that I'm going to be drawn to because I have this thing in me about the underdog, right? I've never really been the underdog, to be honest with you. I've always been, quote unquote, outgoing. I've been popular because I was a twin from the gate. You know what I'm saying? I've always been, yeah, her mother died young, hit by a bus at 12 raised by foster parents and abused and then taken in by her aunt and whatnot and then sexually abused by her aunt's boyfriend while the aunt was watching her scar on her lip comes from her older brother socking her in the mouth right not from a stranger from her blood brother who is also in the foster care system with her socked her in her mouth she's been pillaged and whatnot she has trauma And then she told Vlad, she said, the way that I were able to, my therapy, the way I'm able to express myself. She was like, I did a poem on my Instagram where I was talking about suicide and I didn't have any makeup on because people make fun of my skin color and my face and whatnot. And they call me ugly and shit like that. I made a poem and I poured my heart out to my fans and whatnot and they wasn't necessarily listening and I sent that to many different DJs and nobody bit the bait so I went in the studio one day and I made back the fuck up move the fuck back and niggas was on from that point on and I was like bombs you 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 gotta remember the new hip-hoppers don't get A&Rs anymore I don't know Lola Brooks' fucking story. <laughs> I don't even know Glorilla's story. I know that she used to work at Wendy's and she likes sperm on her fries. You know what I'm saying? That's all I know. I don't know. none. I don't know Ice Spice's story. I know she got an orange afro in a fucking bubble. That's all I know about Ice Spice and she has no stage presence. That's all I know about her, but I'm still rooting for her too. She has two nations in her bosom, first generation. she got some Africa in her, right? But that, that's, that's not a death sentence because if you niggas was in the Bronx, you'll know that it's a melting pot of Africans, Mexicans, Puerto Ricans, Caribbeans. I'm, I come from Flatbush. We was grown up around Haitians, Jamaicans, Panamanians, Trinidadians, Grenadians, Bahamians, all of that, I was exposed to all of these different people I have multiple girlfriends. I wanted to try out every single dish from every fucking nation, if you understand what I'm saying. You know what I'm talking about? I didn't have to be a passport bro, nigga. The, the, the sisters came to us. I didn't have to get on a passport bro to, to tap into DR, nigga. DR was, was in my third grade class, nigga. DR was right up the block. So was Trinidad. So was Panama. You know what I'm talking about? And then we started traveling to Africa through their women. So, and and, and both of, I got three children and two of their mamas is Jamaican. You know what I'm saying? So I'm Jamaican by association. I have no problem. I love Jamaica, literally. Right? So I just found out that Gloria's name was Gloria Hallelujah. I would love to hear her story because That was, I'm coming from the era of hip hop that you knew everybody's story. The story is what made the artist attractive to you. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, y'all are safe over here. Everybody from the islands and shit like, yeah, you have a home over here. I'm not judging near one of y'all. I got love for everybody from the Caribbean and the fucking continent until you show me that I should, you know, that I need to take that shit back. Until you show me that, that I should re, that I should take my passport back from you, I don't have no problem with I I, I grew I I helped. I helped, but probably y'all was in the crib and whatnot. I was helping advance y'all culture. You know what I mean? Cause when we was coming through fresh to death, we was helping the Haitians how to dress. We was showing them niggas what to put on. You know what I mean? Now Haitians is running the low game and whatnot. Yeah, we was responsible. We take them on the meows. We was taking them. They was our bag man. We was bagging them up. Rest in peace, Tone Capone. He wasn't a bag man. That was one of my best friends of Haitian descent. He got murdered in 94 and whatnot. He was the flyest Haitian nigga on this planet. and had all of the women. You know what I'm talking about? All of the women. He was that guy. I looked up to him. You know what I'm talking about? So Look, man, I don't, I don't, you know, I, I love me the, the 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 variety of our people. I know how to communicate. You know what I'm saying? I know how to communicate. Yeah, I did go off on Caribbean nurses. I damn sure did go off on Caribbean nurses. My grandmother met the met her fate. You know what I mean? And them Caribbean nurses let my grandmother down in that nursing home. And then I experienced with the RN. I had my one of my ex girlfriends was an RN. You know what I'm saying? So I I kind of knew what the fuck they was doing and whatnot. So, yeah, they, they, they had to get what they had to get. But that don't mean that I have a hatred for them. That don't mean that I'm throwing them away. Yeah, the youngins are antisocial. The hate you gave little infants fucks everyone. Going back to what Tupac said, thug life means. What do I think a woman, a young lady such as herself is going to rap about after she went through what she went through? That's the hate. You gave little infants. We gotta deal with that. We can't run from it. You're either gonna be a victim or a victor. You can't run from it as best you understand who these people are and what their trauma is, so you could work through the trauma. I don't, I don't, I don't like to share things that I do in private and the public and whatnot. But I actually reached out to this young lady. You understand? Know Offering services. I didn't reach out on some fan shit. I reached out as the big homie. You understand? Hoping that my name would ring to her so I could get her attention. You understand? I would fly to New York and sit down and hold court with that sister and rub her feet. Because I know how important she is to the culture right now. I would do that with some fucking shea butter. I I would rub her. I would give her my I got I got I got them hands. I would give her massage. I would give that girl a massage. She needs a hug. She don't need more people calling her ugly. I'm sure she heard that her whole life. They was on my Instagram going very ignorant on that sister. She never did nothing to nobody. Oh, she's too masculine. She's channeling DMX and Onyx. Her performance, I'm I'm I said, this is what people I said, I got I said, I I I, I got goosebumps. Here it is. I'm on, I'm in the crib working yesterday. I'm doing a thousand things. The nigga say, yo, summer jam is on. Summer jam? They still doing summer jam? So I'm following summer jam throughout the day. They had this young they had this young lady on a on a very little stage. It looked like she was dancing on a fucking table. That's how small the stage was. And I was like, damn. I gotta. You want a hug? Come and pull up. I got you. I'm giving out. I'm giving hugs. Just don't squeeze my buns. You know what I'm talking about. Keep your hands to yourself. And I was like, nah. I said that don't make sense. She got the hottest song in New York City. How they gonna put her on a table and whatnot? She don't even got a stage. And the in the in the in the in the, the sun is out. You know, if you're performing at Summer Jam and the sun is out and you gotta post that content, that means that you wasn't wavy and what. You got to be on stage when it's fucking dark, nigga, when, it's, when you tell the people, yo, turn off all the lights. You niggas, turn your phone lights on. We finna turn up. You know what I mean? Imagine Pop Smoke and Summer Jam. They robbed us of that. I'm here for the moments, nigga. I'm a moment type of nigga. You know what I'm saying? The moments do something for me. Because to be honest with you, I'm I'm de- I'm desensitized. I've been through so much. I need moments to keep my batteries charged. Yeah, that Rick Ross car show is crazy. Goals, nigga. Goals. If you don't have the land to do a car show and a rodeo and a concert in the back of your crib, don't be on IG trying to stunt, nigga. We don't care about those rented houses, nigga. You need an estate. And it took Rick Ross, a fucking ex-CEO, a XCO, to show niggas how to really do it. The locks border out. Fast forward to what I was saying, so I was like, "Oh, you got a hug for me? It was an honor to hug you. You know what I mean? Thank you for allowing me to share my energy with you, right? Rick Ross shit was crazy. I mean, goddamn, damn, Damn. this nigga had. He brought the hillbillies out. He brought the hill. He did some shit that I ain't seen before." Snigger had a concert in his crib, bro. And it was, they had the aerial shot. It was still empty pieces of land. Could the conscious people ever get together? All, all of the paperwork warriors, could you ever do that? I'm wondering. What do, I'm going a, to a be fucking, in a, I'm going a to be senile in a wheelchair before I see some shit like that coming out of this community on God. But anyway, going back to the sister, So I was like, I was, I was, I had to watch Ice Spice boring ass. Shout out to her. You have no come holla at your boys. I'll show you how to jump around the stage a little bit. Um, And they had a slew of other artists that don't have no stage presence. Fabio, Ice Spice, the Summer Jam was ass cheeks. I'm talking about ass cakes, my niggas. It it was it was the most horrible fucking performance of. I mean. to be honest with you, I I watched the Roots picnic. I saw the state property reunion. I was let down by that. I saw the Fuji reunion. I was let down by that. It was a lot of shit going on. I saw the baby performing. I was let down by that. I saw all of them artists on Summer Jam. I was let down by that. It's just something that's not given. And then the locks came out and they brought Shorty out. Yo, who got the hottest? Cause she signed, you know, Swiss Beats is behind her now. He was like, "Yo, who got the hottest song in New York?" Ah, and they brought her out. Bam, goosebumps. Niggas want me to lie, or you want to act? You want me to be pretentious on like I'm fucking trying to impress somebody on Instagram? Who the fuck is on Instagram? I'm trying to impress. If I can't speak my truth about getting goosebumps, then. I I, need, I I don't need people to even be peeping Toms, my nigga. I need niggas to quickly unfollow me because I'm just going to get you more upset in life because I just keep it real with my experiences. And somehow, way, that shit is irking all of these fake woke, woke tep niggas, these no teps and whatnot that had something to say. Uh, yeah, uh, uh, uh. No, no, I saw her come out on stage, the underdog that I'm rooting for, because once I saw the Vlad interview, I said, "She, I need to see her win. I don't need to hear her spitting that masculine shit no more because I saw her. I saw her femininity. Who's going to bring out her femininity, right? She's going to have to bring that out through experiences. You know what I mean? She's going to have to bring that out through experiences. You know what I'm talking about? So experience will bring out the artist in her and who knows what they're gonna deliver. I don't know, I really don't give a fuck. But I wanted to see her have those moments. A woman who admittedly said that she was trying to take her life at one time in life. At that point, it's like, you shit, you gotta live your life to the fullest. At this point, I wanna see you win. Whatever the fuck that means and what it looks like. So then I saw her, she got signed to Epic. And I was like, okay, you know, you got signed and everything. You know what I'm i I thought that Cardi B or somebody was going to sign her, but whatever. And then I saw the locks bring her out on stage to tear down. Some, this is Summer Jam. I don't know if y'all are familiar with Summer Jam, but Summer Jam is about performance. It's about energy. It's not about bars. It's not about bars. You know what I mean? Why you hating on Cameron and Mace? Them niggas, is. you said they weirdos. Don't do that. That's the best sports show on the fucking internet. What are you talking about? You know what I mean? Are you sure? Yeah, Cardi B performed, but I didn't even watch that. Cardi B performed. I didn't watch that. I'm sure that Cardi B was doing Cardi B things. You know what I mean? But at the end of the day, I, I'm, I'm, you know... I, I like the energy. You know, I'm not really feeling Lotto right now too tough. I don't know. It's just not giving for me. You know, she's trying too hard, I think. You know, I, 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 it feels like it's trying too hard. You know, she's beefing with Nikki and everything. She just, you know, it's just a little, I don't know. It's not coming off natural enough. It's not, she's doing a lot, bro. Right? She's doing a lot. It's just not coming off. It's like if you going to stunt on somebody, just stunt. But it's like you just going crazy in the camera. People like that, when the smoke comes to them, they're not going to act the same, though. You might get a fucking cop out. You know what I mean? You might get a cop out. You know, I don't know. It's just not giving. So Shorty had energy. She was projecting that energy. That shit connected. And I just threw a little 10 second clip up, boom. And I was like, I tagged her because I want her to know that, you know, I see her. I want her to know that I was celebrating her and then I see her. That's important to me. She's from my borough and that's important to me. I'm not here to judge her. I'm not here to diss her. I'm here to smudge her, okay? I'm here to smudge her the same way that I was smudged any sister that I was believed, that I believed in and whatnot, who needed some smudging and a fucking hug. There's no sexual attraction. There's nothing that me and her could do with each other. But me giving her a type of conversation that will speak to her soul and whatnot, because I would try my best to help her find some type of healing. I'll pull up to her with some fucking shrooms, nigga. You know? These artists, they need their A&Rs back. These artists need A&Rs to return back in the game. They need some type of coaching and training and whatnot. They don't have what it takes. They don't have no stage presence. They do not have a stage presence. They don't perform right. All of that lip syncing and rolling loud and shit like that, and it's not it's not given, bro. You, you got to tear the fucking stage down. Got to tear it down. They need to bring the A&Rs back. Could we get her on by Red Gold? Let's, we, let's try. Let's try. Go and tag her. T- tell us she needs to get on the fucking remix to Red Opals. <laughs> Up in the BX, smoking the DX. Hey, nah. It's not even a rap thing with me and that girl. You know what I mean? It's just more of a human thing. It's just more of a human thing. She ain't gonna be here for too long anyway. She's not gonna be here for too long. I don't see her as a legacy artist like that. You know? My favorite performance, a summer jam all time. It might be Michael Jackson and, 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 and when Hove exposed uh when he put them niggas on a Summer Jam screen. When he put Mob Deep on a Summer Jam screen. Um or no, mulatto is short for mulatto. It's short for mulatto, you know. It's short for mulatto. Uh, I don't necessarily have my favorites. I, I I don't know. I don't know what that means. I don't necessarily. I don't have my favorites too tough, you know. Like I say, I'm a moment type of person. If 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 you if you capture the moment and whatnot. I can remove myself from my biases. I can remove myself from my prejudices. I can remove myself from my judgment and observe and experience that shit for what it is. You know what I mean? That's just me. I can experience for what it is. You know what I mean? I mean, y'all tell me what your favorite summer jam experience was. I'm trying to remember. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to remember like who tore the fucking stage dmx matter of fact yes dmx at summer jam that was probably the best fucking performance because once again energy pure energy gave me goosebumps you know what i mean gave me goosebumps word black i was just on a live with um with, with general Steele the other day he's a legend and i gave him his props on that live I was like fam you a legend MOP Annie up yeah 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 I wish Wu-Tang would have tore the stage down I know they had a discrepancy at the summer jam and they got banned and shit like that but Wu-Tang if they would have performed when Dirty was alive that probably would have been classical and when they would have let purple tape play out was Biggie at summer jam yeah I think Big was at summer jam too you know what I mean But I just brought that situation up with the sister just to give some insight, you know what I mean? And tell the story and whatnot, you know. I'm not telling y'all to go in, because people say, yo, you got a lot of uh, red, you got influence. So I'm, I'm not telling you to go and listen to her. You don't have to do anything. You don't have to like her. You don't gotta, this is not my endorsement of her as an artist. This is me giving you the story about how I was introduced to this artist through many different channels and whatnot, and how we wound up where we are right now. But I'm also letting you know that because of the trauma that this young lady went through, I basically would love to see her receive some type of healing from some of the healers or the helpers in this community, because who else is going to do it? Who else is going to do it? You know, who else is going to do it? I don't know. I'm wondering who else is going to bring it to her. I thought that's what we do. I thought we are brothers and sisters keepers and we don't, we don't cast judgment on people and whatnot. thought. That's what was going on over here, but I guess that that's not what was going on over here and we lost our ways and I have to reexamine what the fuck we doing over here, you know what I mean? Cause it has to be, you know, I, I need to, I need some more clarification. What are we doing? Are we a fucking church? Are you niggas Christians with onks on? You know what I mean? What are we doing? Are we here to help? Are we here to point fingers and to fucking down people? What are we doing? What is our purpose? Right? Are we out here making enemies with the whole world and whatnot? Or are we out here helping people and assisting people in their quote unquote climbs? through, from out of the sunken place. I'm wondering, are we uplifting fallen humanity or are we one of those elitists who turn their nose up to fallen humanity? I would love to hear that question answered by some of y'all one day, but I'm out of here. It's been a pleasure. I'm three three hours and 30 fucking minutes in. You know what I mean? It's, it's been a pleasure, but uh, yeah, I'm tapped out. You know what I'm saying? I got to actually get back to fucking work. You know what I mean? Um, Tap into the Patreon if you haven't already. Or send a cash app. Shit, I accept all of that. You know what I'm talking about? Um, And I appreciate y'all for your time and your attention. I just want to really leave, you know, because I'm a parent. We all parents. You know what I'm saying? I'm not playing with this culture. I know that this culture is very dangerous. This is not a culture to play with. These kids are not playing the way that we was playing and whatnot. They not playing. They playing for keeps, right? This is not this is not the mob deep of yesterday. This is not your Nasir Jones. This is Nas Blicky, right? They're bodying shit. This is Chef G and them niggas. They're killing niggas. You know what I'm talking about? This is this is this is NBA and fucking NBA young boy. They catching stains, my nigga. They're bodying shit with with big weapons. They're not just shooting. They shooting niggas with Call of Duty guns, military issued stuff like that. And and they, and they are influencing our children to be killers, drug dealers, drug quote unquote fiends. They want our people to crash out. They want our people to crash out. They want us to crash out, bro. They want the babies to crash out. They don't care for us. So it's going to take, if they don't care, then who cares? Is it too cool to care? You know what I mean? Yeah, click, click, Bow. Right? A lot of trauma. Some of them, you know, five-year-old mother died. You know what I mean? Trauma. Undealt with Trauma. Pop Smoke got the shit smacked out of him when he was 13 and the shit went viral on YouTube, trauma. Then all of their friends started getting killed, trauma. Chef G got his face cut, whatnot, and clapped at, trauma. Right. So all of these traumatic experiences and now they're emoting through wax. They're emoting through the sound waves and the frequencies and whatnot. You know what I mean? And until you niggas is ready to storm the radio station and put beats on these program directors, then we're going to have to work from the ground up to steer the energy into a more positive type of frequency. So you influence those that influence others. That's how this shit works. You know what I mean? So with that being said, love and light to everybody. I appreciate y'all. I will see you very soon, maybe on Thursday and maybe before that. You dig? We're going to leave y'all with um, Red Opals video coming soon. Up in the Dumbo, smoking the gumbo. Few blocks before green, yet up in the jungle, coking the bundles. It's history in the making. I'm popping like fish to the grease and the bacon. My bitches are making. United we stand, dividing these bands. They hiding in their hands. I'm riding in vans, Slide through your land. Hopping the sprinters, Tore the underworld, popping the minta. pull it back. And I don't know if y'all know this or not. I haven't said this before but this is a coming of age song. This talk, this is talking about the nineties. This is not about today. This is about my teenager years coming up in Brooklyn. This is my quote unquote, this is one of my testimonies off of the EP by we buy red gold. You know what I mean? And um, yeah, so that's, that's what, so it's visual. So visualize it like that. This is about, the young red, before there was even a red pill. This is more about twin. All right, so peace. Up in the Dumbo, smoking the gumbo. Few blocks before green, yet up in the jungle, coking the bundles. It's history in the making. I'm popping like fish to the grease and the bacon. My bitches Jamaican, united we stand, dividing these bands. They hiding their hands. I'm riding in vans, slide through your land, hopping the sprinters, tore the underworld, popping the menta. Blender the turtles, I'm popping that splinter. Watchin' the snow fall, dropping the winter. Dodging the pitfalls, watchin' his bitch fall. And I still managed like Rich Paul The paper was calling, I had to go switch calls I spoke to my twin, I told my young boys I'd never be broken again Invoking the gins, spitting the spirits I'm soaking the gin Your man's in the woods, we smoking on him Fuck do you mean? We up and squeezing, squeeze, tuck it and leave We leaving a stain, fuck a Febreze Running the banks, causing a crashing Feather the fez, Morris the fashion Horse smashing, kicking the door Waving for force, it was blasting Mother the gassing, and loving and the passion Eat on your food, the brother was fasting the weapon it formed against me was me Perfected the storm as Bentley receipts washing the Benji's we rinse and repeat Century of self, I'm centered on me Red as the pillar, I'm pushing the peace Higher the level, I'm pushing the keys They going for 19, the summer is mine I'm going for 19, thunder and lightning Flooded a bright lane. the hunger was biting Hunger was biting,